This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm going to party tonight, celebrate, spend time with me family and then get back into gym and train. And any one of these little fools can get it. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. You from Paytel Records. 22 explosive hits. 22 original stars. And many more. Only $3.99. You okay with some music? You like a little limp biscuit? Sure. You like a little biscuit? Yeah. Yeah? Nice and loud? I used to listen to this back in the day. This is hot. Oh. God, that is nice. That is nice. Someone explain, please? I don't think so. And now... This may not be politically correct, but let's just fire all the minorities. Our feature presentation. Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Seems rough. Uh-huh. Morning, everybody. It's a uh, brand new Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. It is Tuesday. Nope, it is not Tuesday. It's it? definitely it Tuesday. Tuesday. It's definitely Tuesday. So messing with my head. Uh, so messing with my head. I mean, it does not. Because be- Sunday, I kept thinking, oh, I got to get ready for work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, then you drove here, and then you were like, I drove oh, here, right? I stayed here for like eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointing. Wait, every- <laughs> Everyone else didn't show up. Yeah, yeah, just you. So I thought that was a lack of commitment on their yeah. part. Yeah. Well. This is going to mess me up all week now, mm-hmm. I, I believe. It's Tuesday, the 21st of January. Yes. Yeah. What's happening, people? We're having uh, a weird issue in the studio. It's just ironic that a day that we're going to speak to my mom about my uh, ability to blow my nose, mm-hmm. I seem to be allergic to something in the studio today. There is a definite smell mm. of a perfume, and I have narrowed it down with this schnoz. Mm-hmm. It smells like the perfume Angel. But you're very specific about it. It's that. very specific because I like the smell of it on other people. I don't like the smell of it on me. That's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. I went out to That's get odd. something That's from the odd, printer. Though. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Walked back in, and it's so strong. So I said, Destiny, bored out from Power 106, mm-hmm. do you wear Angel? And she said, no. And she said, but I smell it. It's coming do you know through for the a fact it's, it's What? Do you know for a fact it's Angel? I don't I mean, know. It, seems it's, pretty, seems I don't like know. It's definitely adamant. angel, but it's definitely a perfume, and it smells like angel. Gotcha. And I have been sneezing nonstop. Mm-hmm. I also have a runny nose. Yes. Any uh, of that before you showed up here? No. Oh not, wow. Not even a small ingling of this before I showed up. Interesting. Here. So. So studio is not only extremely dirty. It's haunted by angels. It's dusty. <laughs> but someone working on the vents is wearing angel perfume. Mm-hmm. Possibly stuck in the vent. <laughs> Listen, you were just saying, what if we looked, people in the What vents. if we looked under the table and there were just somebody laying there sleeping? Mm-hmm. Listen, I have weird thoughts. Please, you don't, do. Don't wake me. I'm wearing angels. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody else knows the smell of angel, uh-huh. if Casey knows it, if... If um, Christine knows, are it, you asking for they, people to come in and identify and a, a scent a specific specifically? Scent. Right. Yes, they'll know it's Angel. Yeah, 
Well, at least it's not like cool water. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> Dracor or something. Ooh, Dracor, yeah. yeah I would rather this. even. I'd, I'd rather even have some sort of allergic reaction than smell those. Okay. All right. Well. What about canoe? Remember when all uh, dads wore canoe? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> don't you canoe? remember the ads? Canoe, canoe? No. You, oh, am no, I making great. this no, up? No, no, that's okay. a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> I'm like, wait, was that an SNL skit I grew up with? No, it's new. It's real. All dads wore canoe. Huh. Give a call right now. No, 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 need, no, no, okay. no, we don't need calls. All right. Uh, you were allergic to a lot, Jensen, or no? No, I, I, I grew like up it. mostly, oh, uh, you would think, it's perfectly on brand for me to be right. allergic to everything. Uh, but no, I, I normally do not, I'm allergic to, uh, the one thing that bummed me out my whole life is I'm allergic to Sudafed, which kept me away from NyQuil for most mm-hmm. of my life. Oh, wow. And then out of nowhere, NyQuil one day was like... No more Sudafed. And then I just, now I down it every day, as you guys know. Sure. Uh, never have, not, never, don't have a bottle of it oh, with no, you. Always, so that, yeah, yeah. It's Mylene. Uh, and so I now am able to take it. But for, for over, I mean, like decades, uh-huh. there was Sudafedamine in NyQuil. Okay. But other than that, I have never found myself allergic to things. Hmm. Interesting. Allie allergic? Much? Uh, just uh, dairy. Sure. Um, yeah. And something that they use in acrylic. For acrylic nails. I don't oh, know if it's the liquid or what it is, but if I walk in a nail salon, I will faint and have a seizure. Oh, hey, everyone. Whoa. Yeah. Sounds like we have our new challenge. Whoa. I know. It's, yeah. it's actually bad. I like Real it. bad what? for you. Bring Real her out. Bad. Bring her to one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you say want an update? Yeah. My eyes itch. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> not going well in here. This is so weird. I'm telling you, if you walk out and walk back in, it hits you with how strong it is. Mm-hmm. Could it possibly have been somebody that was here overnight or last night? Possibly. Just remaining. I mean, it could have, but they would have had to bathe in it for us to still be smelling also, I've it. Also, th- I've met the overnight people, and I'm, I'm going to guess they don't wear cologne. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, a woman's perfume, so. Right. So it has to be a woman. And I'm, not judging. I'm not judging um, right. men. If Let you anyone wanna... wear angel. Yeah, okay. Feel free. <laughs> Jeez. But it's definitely, it's definitely angel. You going to be all right? I think so. I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, my, I mean does anyone... You literally can't see. Are my eyes puffing? You you are having an allergic reaction. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah. had that full allergic reaction where your yeah, throat very starts short, closing? Yeah, but like short. Not like... I'll have like a small reaction to an Advil or something where I'm like, oh, look, there's just a red mark on my face or something. Right. Like, I'll have that, but this is definitely one step beyond. It would be funny if you guys looked over and I was just that would fully be funny. red or like something. It's like oh, a like clown hits? face. Mm-hmm. You guys look over and I'm Pennywise. I'm allergic. It just like completely clowned out. Not sure why. Hitch was not sure either. Memories. Okay. Thanks, Destiny. I'm happy you guys are laughing. Oh, oh come on, Jensen. You would if you could. I see double of everything. <laughs> I only had uh, one allergic, uh, two allergic reactions where my throat was closing, my face oh, like, swelled up. It was crazy. What, what were they that? too? It was a uh, antibiotic. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then, and this is true, I had to drive myself to the <laughs> ER, and they had to give me an EpiPen, and they gave me an yeah. IV and the whole thing uh, to get it to back off. And then I forgot the name of the antibiotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people would write that down. Yeah. That and then it happened again. Uh-huh. Oh, because you just forgot. Phoenix. Uh-huh. Completely yeah. forgot. Took the same thing. Hmm. Exact same yeah. reaction. 
just was so desperately mad at myself. She like, looked like Hitch? What an idiot. I mean, no one knows the Hitch reference. Come on. Destiny knew the Hitch she reference. She doesn't. She's just being nice. Oh, She's maybe. new. She's just being nice. Uh, you just remind me, I'm allergic to the Sillin family. So penicillin, penicillin, oh. amoxicillin. Oh, I thought that was like uh, people you grew up with. Yeah. Oh, they were such dicks. Always uh, parked in our driveway. Yeah. Tom, Sillin, <laughs> wife, Diane. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll make it through. You think he's going to make it through? I mean, he can't even blow his nose. Right? I can hear you guys. Uh, While we're on that topic, let's talk about today's show, shall we? I'll show you the tool that's most important to our survival, but fair warning, it's my penis. Oh. Jensen says he can't blow his nose. Mm -hmm. I've never been fully explained how to blow my nose because I was raised being told that it's bad for me. Okay. I mean, make sense of that if you can. I... Uh, We will be calling my mom... Harold Dean, who always has a lot to explain. Mm-hmm. But you say that you that you can't, can't or you haven't tried? Um, because it he does... just said he wasn't taught. Were you taught? No, no one's no. really this. No. Uh-huh. It's a basic instinct that people have to rid themselves of snot in their nose. But the thing where did you're your like... Mom, did Harold Dean teach you to breathe? <laughs> you know what? Still po- waiting. Possibly. <laughs> that would work for our relationship. Um, I do think, like... The full-on, like, the full-on push-out of the nose? Yeah. No, I've never done that. <laughs> never done it. Wish people I, could have seen him do that. <laughs> the full-on. <laughs> never done it. But I've done, like, a little bit of a, like, a push-out just to get, if it's right Stop there. Stop going. Yeah, like, but, no one can see it, and but, it's killing Who hasn't? It just once. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can't do one nostril at a time. I feel what? like start slow. Definitely can't do that. Oh, that's what you do. Like it, usually for me, one nostril is stuffed up. So you'll so hold, you it? hold this side. Oh, I and can then, do that. I yeah, can do that. I think that's maybe baby See, steps. See, you're my mom. I get it. Oh, you're wow. my new mom. This, but we'll ask my mom why she didn't teach. Why we didn't teach her? Why she didn't teach me that? Like I just learned that now. No one taught her nose. My but, mother does not blow her nose. <gasps> what? Yeah. How do you get through life without blowing your nose? Well, we'll have to ask her. She's a crazy person. Yeah, we've established that. And she that. raised a crazy person. We've also established that. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we have great news yep. today yeah. on the program. Uh, Jensen's Rank Bank. Yeah, brand new one. How do you conquer insomnia? It's a big problem. All three of us have it in various forms, yeah, right? Yeah, different ways. But how, what, what, how do you get through it? What do you do when you can't sleep mm-hmm. in the middle of the night? People have theories. It's super frustrating. Um... And we're going to uh, have Mick Foley in the studio. That's big. Wow. How about that? Think he can blow his nose? I'm sure he can. Yeah. He had a tooth a go in his human. nose. You know that? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that's, a tooth went into yeah. his nose. Yeah. That doesn't seem good. No. But he's alive and well. Plus, it's K-Rock's uh, Wheels Up number one, Pearl Jam. You listen all week at 9, noon, 3, and 6. And you win tickets to see Pearl Jam at the Forum, either April 15th or 16th. And you qualify to win a trip to see them again at Hyde Park in London. Wow. That's coming up this morning. We'll take a quick break. Uh, Jensen will try to blow his nose. No, and we'll come right. back with what's happening next. <laughs> Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen, LANOC's alternative rock. Time for our first look at what's happening with Allie. 39% of Americans subscribe to three or more streaming services. And that number is only going to go up once all the streaming services have launched. Obviously, we now have Disney Plus Apple TV debuting last November, and now we have NBC Universal's Peacock, Quibi, HBO Max, all set to launch in the spring. I ask of you, Kevin and Jensen, Mm -hmm. three or more? Yeah, I have to be three or more. I'm Netflix, Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, and Amazon. 
Yeah. I don't have Hulu. I, I, I also have Hulu. Hulu. I would do Hulu, Hulu too, though. I have okay. that and yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Okay. So you have five. Yeah. I have four. I also have WWE. Okay. Six. You have six. I think I just have the five. Five? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And will you be getting HBO Max, Peacock, or Quibi down the line? I assume HBO Max. Well, right now I do not have plans to get any of the other ones because mm-hmm. I have HBO Go or whatever, which right. will give me the ones I need to see. Uh, but I am interested in Quibi, as you all know. Yeah, I want to see what se- seven minutes of content looks like. I love it. So, I, I find that very interesting that we all, and we all have regular cable service. Yeah, yeah. true. Wow, we are victims, you guys. Oh, yeah, this is only going to get worse for <laughs> our, yeah, get our wallets. Worse. This is not, this is, they said it was going to save us money. There's yeah. Now they're not even pretending anymore. No. They're like, oh, no, it's going to cost you more. You just get more stuff. Yeah. Well, now I need to get Hulu because oh. Steve Martin and Martin Short are taking their touring act to television with a new Hulu comedy. Ask, uh, after you hear this, okay. uh, who is this perfect for? All right. The untitled show is about three strangers who share an obsession with true crime and suddenly find themselves wrapped up in one. Did you write it for me? Were you saying to yourself, how do we get Allie to what get Hulu? What would Allie watch? How um, do we get her to get Hulu? Oh, here it is. Martin Short and Steve Martin who are obsessed with true crime. Okay. When I heard there's a third person, I got very excited. Yeah? Because what, I mean, I know that they, this is, uh, Jaleel White? Nope. Good <gasps> guess, though. Jaleel. He's like, did I do that? And they're like, you did. And then the end of the show, yeah. he's like, he's the criminal. <laughs> every, um, every crime is him. But what if it was Chevy Chase and it was the Three Amigos reunion? Um, have you... I know, Chevy's a garbage man. Heard of Chevy Chase I know, and his relationships with people? He's no fun. But it did make me excited because I do love Three Amigos and those yeah. three together are hilarious. Uh, but there is weird... I mean, it's it's saying there's a third star. Uh, yeah. Which makes me... Three strangers. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> Balky. It's not. It he's a strangers, perfect stranger. Saying, no, I mean, I don't think Jaleel or Bronson Pinchot are high on the list of... <laughs> it's a good poll. Yeah, who the three pickups are. I couldn't think of who it was, but <laughs> I knew okay. it was Balky. Honestly, he probably has trouble figuring out who it is these days. Um, well, listen who is behind it. Steve Martin and a man named John Hoffman uh, behind Grace and Frankie. Again, it's like you wrote this for me. Mm-hmm. Co-created and will write the series for the streaming network Hulu. They will serve as executive producers along with... This is us creator Dan Fogelman. Wow. I mean, I, I would mean. Like to see it. Yeah. And Jess Rosenthal and Martin Short. Wow. I am so in on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm lining up. That is perfect. And I am a Hulu uh, subscriber. You're a Hulu head. I am a Hulu head. I don't think anyone Can ever you, says Hulu head. You know, with Disney Plus, isn't there a package where you get that Hulu and, and ESPN Plus for like another dollar? Or I don't want to pay for ESPN. Right. Fair enough. Ever. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Yeah. Um,. You know what? I probably had, like, you know how when Disney Plus was happening and I was so pumped on getting my three-year deal, Mm -hmm. and then they were like, oh, by the way, if you have Verizon, you get it for, I'm like, okay, well, I have Verizon, so I could have gotten that for free. And then there was some other deal that I was like, well, I have that too. Damn it. I could, like, I, by now I should have, like. You were so proud of getting those, that deal. Yes. And then I could have had, like, 10 years free. You would have got a better deal free. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I do have Apple Plus free for a year because I purchased an Apple product. Same with me. Yeah. After I bought <laughs> Apple Plus, I then you're killing it's it. It's insane. Wow. I then got the newest Apple TV, uh-huh. and it said you now have Apple TV, Apple TV Plus for a year. Yeah. And I was like, but I j- literally just paid for it. It feels like they're just mocking you specifically. Yeah. If you want to well get a, if you want to get a good deal on something, mm-hmm. just pay full price initially, and then you'll get the offer. 
but then I didn't get a good deal on it because I paid mm, for it. Right. There's that. That is that is the issue. I should probably check Hulu and see what deals they have and then buy one. <laughs> and then <laughs> buy it. Get offered then, it for free. Yeah. Then they'll be like, oh, do you work for Entercom? <laughs> yeah, we, we have a free year for you. <laughs> Something just dumb like that. I can't. <sighs> <sighs> we used to work with a guy that would get me Hulu for a year. Mm-hmm. Did you love it then? No. Because I don't remember. I, what was your favorite show on that? You just never put in the code? I, one time, yeah, I did. And how many times was it given? Uh, once. Okay. Per time. So one time, yes. One time I was like, oh, I've got Hulu. And then there was nothing I ever really wanted to watch mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. But didn't you think, hey, I got this as a gift, so uh-huh. it's... No, it's- doesn't cost me anything. No so skin should, off my back. So I should just check it out. And yeah. See, maybe there is something. Yeah. Oh, no. I would check and see if the oh, first time, okay. if there was stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that all looks good. I don't have time. I'm very busy. Well, now it's time to guys. pay for it. So now I will pay for it. <laughs> Do you think I should hit up the guy that used to work on the show and say, uh, I think I'm ready for Hulu no. now? Just look to the skies. Sorry. He will. Uh, Sorry, just look to the clouds. Mm-hmm. He will not respond because he's dead. Guys, you want to talk about some birthdays? Sure. Jonathan Quick. All right. All right. Goalie for the LA Kings. Remember when he used to stop a lot of goals? <laughs> He's been pretty good this he year. He has been yeah. good this year. The team around him. Not as great. Not as great. Emma Button from the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. She's baby Spice. Is I she? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a woman. Which spice one is girl she? Yeah, I, think I think she's baby. Nice guess. Yeah. She's baby Spice, you guys. Billy Ocean. You guys know his tunes, right? Get out of my dreams into my car. Caribbean Queen. Mm-hmm. Get out of my dreams into my car. I totally forgot about that song. It's a bop. What a yeah. terrible song that is. Not yeah. a good message, really. It's rapey. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, a, little, it's a little rough. Definitely creepy. Yeah. It's a little aggressive. Yeah. Uh, and Gina Davis, happy birthday to you. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen. LA and OC's alternative rock, K Rock. First, let's get into the rank bank, shall we? Let's. Our friends at Ranker, they're they're great at what they do. Yep. They ask What do they do, Jensen? Well, they basically put up uh polls on their website and they have people vote on what they think is number one, two, three, and then the results are all listed online. You could see how many people voted for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna ask you guys to name me what you think are top ten in a category. Okay. 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 This one on Ranker, over two thousand votes. Okay. Okay. Mm. And I guess what I want you to keep in mind is who are the people that would vote on the internet? Like this, the generation, right? Okay. So, for example, if this was something that related to their childhood, you would think during the decades in which people who would vote on the internet would be a child. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Allie's looking at me. Okay. Yeah. Fair I'm enough. So we say. Math in my head. So we say in eighties, nineties, eighties, nineties would probably 80s, be the way to look at. Okay. okay. All right. The category is things you spent too much money on. As a kid. Ooh. Things you spent too much money on as a kid. We're going to start with Kevin. Heroin. No, oh, you did. That is wow. your How childhood. How do you know? Specifically your childhood. It's not on the list. But it is not on the mm. list. No. Could have been on there, but it is not. Mm. Uh, mugs, we're going to go with you second. Something else that starts with an H, but it's not heroin. 
Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Oh, good one. Number seven. Yes. Number wow. seven. Okay. Number seven Hot Wheels. So we're not saying toys as a umbrella. We're Correct. actually listing specific toys. Correct. Okay. If I said video games, would I have to say a specific game? In that case, you would have number one. Thank you. Number one mm. is video games. Thank I think that's you. a specific toy if we were right, to look at right, it. Right. right. Okay. So okay. we uh, won each, guys, and we already okay. have the number one out of the way. Uh, Kevin, I'm afraid to ask, but what do you believe was voted as the number uh, one through ten thing you spent too much money on as a kid? A bow and arrow. There was not a bow and arrow. What I'm also these kids? terrified to think of you with a bow and arrow. How dare you? Uh, uh, Robbie Joyner would have had it way, <laughs> r- way rougher. Uh, Mugs. Beanie mother effing babies. Beanie babies, number Ooh. 13. Oh, so just outside. Just outside the number 10. Uh, Allie. Uh, American Girl Doll. American Girl Doll. Not on the list. Surprisingly. Surprisingly not on the list. Those are like a million dollars. I agree. The rich kids had those. It's like the Neo Geo. Do you remember that? Sure, sure. All right. (laughs) Kevin, uh, what do you believe uh, people said they spent the most money on as a child? Um, I would say... Steroids. Steroid. No, again, you're very focused on the drug aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, kids did not buy steroids, at least in my area. All right. Um, all right let me think what you're, looking, what you're missing. There are some things on here I think you guys should, should yeah. definitely come up with. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got some more. All right. Uh, I spent a lot of money on Pogs. Pogs. Not on the list. Get I know. Out of here. I agree. That was shocking. Okay. Then there very there are a lot of pog like things on this list, but surprise, no one purchased pog. By the way, was pog like things? Was pogs a game you could play, or was it just uh, people thought they could play? It. You could people have. thought it was a game. It was just collectible. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, no, you could play it, but it was a stupid game. Right, Allie. If you're saying pog like things, mm-hmm. I'm going to go garbage pail kids. Garbage pail kids, not on the Come list. Come on. Yeah, not on the list. Good, good guess. Uh, Kevin? Tattoos. Tattoos? No, just me. I did that. Is Kevin reading the FBI crime list? <laughs> yes. He's just looking up uh, most wanted pictures. Uh, Muggs, how, what are you thinking? Legos. Legos. Number six. Yes. All right, Muggs. Wow. Good pick, okay. Good pick Muggs. Uh, so two for Muggs, one for Allie. Allie, go for it. Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay, come on. What's happening? <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids. Not on the list. Okay. Shocking. Not, again. Again. Every one of Allie sounds like, yeah, of course. Yeah. This but is no. absurd. This is, uh, we feel that way about every list. <laughs> Kevin, what are you thinking? Uh, uh, juicy sweatsuits. <laughs> is that a thing? Oh, no, no, it's not. I mean, it's a thing, yes, but kids are not wearing juicy sweatsuits. Not anymore. No, but were they then? No, they yeah, were not. Okay, they weren't. Uh, mugs. Okay. All right, uh, the Zumba pants. No one, no, Zumba <laughs> pants are not on oh the list. God. I didn't even want to give you any sort of anticipation, <laughs> Allie, to tie. See, I think I think of things like a He-Man, okay. like Masters of the Universe dolls and stuff like that. Are are dolls just an umbrella? Listen to Allie; she's just falling apart right now. She's I really just am. Trying um, to... Dolls are not an umbrella. Are there any dolls on there? I mean, that seems like it's cheating. Yeah. Are there dolls on there? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Is there possibly a doll on there? Boop, boop, boop. I mean, Rubik's cube. <laughs> what? Yes, kids bought numerous <laughs> Rubik's cubes. <laughs> 
They spent time. They were like, you know what? I need more. More Nerds. than one. I couldn't figure out that one. Mom, buy me another Mom, one. I broke, so I broke this one. It doesn't work. That would be funny. Know. What a POS kid to be like, you know what, Mom? I need a new Rubik's Cube. Yep. I can't finish this one. It's broken. Uh, last round, Kevin. Penis enlargement. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jesus. What? Oh, my These God. are children. Children. By, no, it wasn't on the list. Okay. Uh, mugs. Back when they were a thing? Mm-hmm. Baseball cards. Baseball cards. They're still a thing. Mike. Number, 20, still a number thing. 23. Yeah. So it was, odd, it was on the list. They're not really. But very odd qualification. Alley to tie. Are there any dolls on there? <laughs> I don't know, Rubik's Cube. <laughs> um, My Little Pony. My Little Pony is on the list, but it is uh, down at the bottom 30. Come on. Wow. Yeah. Are there He-Mans on the list? Okay. Do you want it? You guys are done? Yeah. Mugs, I mean, yeah. Mugs wins. Are okay. there dolls on there? Yeah, there are dolls okay. on here. Let's start with number 31, which no one knew. I had to Wait, look it up. Wait, we're starting in the 30s? Well, I just wanted to give you one that I didn't know. Okay. okay. <laughs> Skylanders. Did you know what those what? were? No. I no. didn't either. No okay. idea. Uh, you guys got baseball cards. Let's start with number 15. Seems good. Sure. Tamagotchis. Oh, yeah. Tamagotchis. You got to feed them when they're hungry. 14, yeah. I thought, could be a joking answer from Kevin. Uh-huh. But it, fireworks was on I here. I put fireworks oh, wow. on oh, my oh, next oh, guess. Oh, wow. That was my next guess. <laughs> you would have got one. Oh. Uh, 13, Beanie Babies. 12 stuffed animals. What? That's a pretty general category. That was category. a general one. 11 Goosebumps books. No. Oh. All right. 10 stickers. Oh, yeah. Nine. Oh, puffy stickers on there? I would have given you just stickers on oh. that. Nine UGO cards, which are collectibles. Mm. Eight pizza, which is my favorite answer okay. on here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, oh, pizza. That's what? Oh, pizza. all those kids that are like, oh, I'm spending my hard earned cash on pizza. That Maybe, is ridiculous. I mean, so Maybe dumb. they only ask kids in Italy. Uh, seven, <laughs> Hot Wheels. Six, Legos. Five, movie theater tickets. Movie tickets. Kids aren't what? buying those. I, I think kids are buying movie well, tickets. Are they? Were they? Yeah, I think Come so. Come on. Their parents are buying. Four, four, I'm shocked you didn't get. Okay. CDs. Uh, Seems oh. easy. That was a good one. Oh, okay. sure. Three, candy. I wrote candy and didn't say it. No, that's your mm. fault. Two Pokemon cards, mm. and one you guys sure. got, which was video games. So Muggs takes it home, 2-1. Woo! Congratulations. But, I mean, I was shocked that Rubik's Cubes wasn't on there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mommy, that- I want a new Rubik's Cube. I want a sixth one. <laughs> Mama, I need more. One for all of my friends. <laughs> and that was Rank Bank. That was so much fun, and now we're done. The Rank Bank is off the air. in the morning with Allie and Jensen. K-Rock. L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. Carol QFM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't um, want a robot Mm. to bring me anything. Right. Well, you're not going to have a choice soon. 
it appears that that is the new way. Crazy service, yeah. yeah. I I didn't know this existed. I was not prepared for what happened. We have retweeted the video that I posted from January seventeenth. It seems so long ago. (laughs) It was Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, At Kevin Mornings on our social media. It's um, it's a little robot just trucking it down the street with my sandwiches in it. So ordered food with a friend That's of mine. So weird to me. And mm-hmm. um, there's cussing in the video. So sorry with your sensibilities, your pearl clutching. You're going to be fine. But I was trying to determine: do I have to tip him? Because honestly, he's a robot. Do I tip a robot? But we'll get to that. So I ordered sandwiches from a place that was a few miles away from my house. Okay. Apparently, that is a good distance for this robot to go. So I get a a few a, miles is pretty far, though. I would think so too. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I get a um, thing that says that serve will be delivering your food. Go out and meet serve and put in the code once he's in front of your What's house. Serve? I'm like, what is yeah. serve? Yeah. I don't know what any of this is. So I'm like, who? Th- what is serve? So then you can click for more information on serve. And it says that there are certain places where you think, why do I have to um, go through all of this trouble just for a burrito? Why do I have to drive through rush hour traffic for just a burrito? So that's why we have Serve. So Serve is this robot. Mine was named Hugo. He was adorable. Because the names are on the side. Name Name was on the side. Like a boat. Yes. And then um, he comes down the street, and it looks like a minion is bringing your your food. If it was a minion, I'm in. Well, if you look at the video, it looks like a minion. It's like a yellow cooler on wheels. Yes. And then his eyes blink. Don't need that. It's cuckoo. Everything about it is cuckoo. So I said to my friend, I said, we're getting a robot. And he's like, no, you read that wrong. I'm like, no, we're getting a robot. So we, of course, waited on the deck to watch him come trucking down the street. Like a parade. There he was. So weird. Cruising down the street. Here's where they lose me. You then have to leave your house, yeah. go down to the sidewalk, put a code into Hugo, which Hugo just feels is lazy. Dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if what if you can't leave your house? What if you are in a wheelchair? What if you cannot leave? You've got a bait. Like there are so many factors. I when I order food, it's because you come to my door and yeah. you hand me my food. Mm-hmm. That is the point. You of don't want to meet getting them partway. Yeah, and what if <laughs> you broke down, Hugo? Now I have to come to you down the street. Come on. No, what's Whatever. a code thing? They give you a code for they your specific order. They give you a code order. on uh-huh. your food, uh-huh. and then the top pops open. You grab your food, and then you walk away. And my whole question was, okay, at the end of a delivery, usually the screen pops up. How much do you want to tip? Blah, blah, blah. You right. put that in to close out the delivery. Sure, right. So I was like, do we tip a robot? Like, what's a robot going to do with five bucks? What happens? <laughs> what's he gonna, are you nervous they're, they're saving money to take over? Well, then my <laughs> thought was, what if I don't tip? Hugo right. knows where I live. Oh, no. I watched that X-Files when all of those machines just came after you. So I saw that. So during the apocalypse, they have a list of everyone yes, who didn't tip. I would exactly. lo- love to have a printout of everything that you were thinking as you were pondering what, well, how to handle as, Hugo. In the video, as he's strolling down the street, I said, we don't tip him, right? And my friend goes, oh, it, cussing ensued, and he's like, suck it. It's a robot. No, we don't tip him. No Agreed. screen came up to even, to offer. Tip, oh. to even mm. offer it. So I'm sticking with that story if Hugo comes back. Right. It's not on me. It's up to you know your company. They're the ones that did it. Now, I have a question. Yes. I've seen this a bunch when I'm leaving mm-hmm. the station. I've seen a bunch of them, but there's always someone kind of near it. There's a guy about 100 feet away. <laughs> That's even creepier. And so I said, are you his handler? 
and he jumped behind a tree. <laughs> Not kidding. I was like, this is the weirdest experience of my life. He like literally was hiding behind a tree. He was not a small man. Right. So I was like, sir, what is happening right now? I see you. You've got a phone. You're looking at it and you're walking behind yeah. Hugo. You're his handler. I think right now they're testing these kind of things. So there's someone always there to make sure that it works out. Well, there better be. Yeah. Fine. But why are you jumping behind a tree? <laughs> I mean, he also. Had... Oh, no, she's on to right. me. Yeah. I mean, he also had binoculars, right? <laughs> and he was in the tree? He was in the oh, tree. Yeah, I don't know if he was with the robot. Yeah. <laughs> it was very bizarre. And when I posted it, people were like, it was one of two things. I've it never was, seen it. When I when I saw that, I was yeah. like, what? It was either people saying, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen, which right then, yeah, robots will kill us. <laughs> and number two was, oh, no. No, I don't want that. No. That was no, my second sir. reaction as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was very bizarre. But I but do like the guy following 100 yeah. yards behind. Oh, yeah, he's great. He literally tree, so. jumped behind a just, tree, and just, it was the greatest moment of my life. Why can't he just deliver the food? What a- their, their whole thing is it's going to be good for congested areas. I did read an article about it, which I thought, okay, this is actually smart. For areas that are super congested by the restaurant, there's no parking, there's no nothing. Right. That robot can p- pick up the food, then meet a driver at an area that isn't as congested. So that kind of made sense. It'll save time you're that a whole way. Mm-hmm. Second step. I know. It just it freaked me out. Did but... you tip the dude in the tree? No. No, he wouldn't he wouldn't come down from the tree at that point. It was just weird. It so, the whole thing was weird. I didn't know it was, it was also unsettling. a dating app. I, didn't, all... I mean, he's still in the tree. I'm like, I'll be back around 11. This is Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's alternative rock. We're all going to be hanging out this weekend, you guys. Yeah. What? Yeah. You Why do we start hello? arguing about stuff like this? We 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 had the soft off. Yeah, uh-huh. soft off. <laughs> We've had a lot of things where we question whether someone's statement is true. And someone uh-huh. said they were the best at ping pong. I think maybe. I mean, it sounds like a Dave statement. It's, a Dave it's on thing. brand. Sure. And I immediately thought to myself again, I think this guy concrete hands over here mm-hmm. i think he doesn't know what he's talking about and then we start questioning who's the best at ping pong and now we have a ping pong event is it a ping pong event or is it just a happy hour it's i mean a happy hour it's both with, with ping, ping pong, pong. Okay. it's a little yeah. of both ping pong is always made better with cocktails i've said that for years <laughs> and that's true <laughs> yeah. everything is better with cocktails mm-hmm. uh so we're gonna be at the slide bar in Fullerton. surgeries I mean, that's a good, yeah. good I exception. Think that's right. Okay. That's a good exception. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Slide bar. Slide Tell bar. me more about this event. In Fullerton, this uh-huh. Saturday from 5 to 7. Okay. It's happy hour. We're just going to go there. We're going to have a little ping pong tournament. We're going to have a little drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe more than one. Okay. You know. it has. A, did you know it has an after party as well? I just wanted you guys to know. No, I didn't the, What does that mean? The after party is there's Good, because we're done at 7. That makes no sense to me. There's okay, a go. Cure cover band that oh. comes on after us. Okay. Uh, called The Curse. Love it. Which is Love it. When you just add a letter to become a tribute <laughs> band, I'm super into you. Uh, but yeah, it's in Fullerton, man. I'm walking. We're walking right in. We're going to this place. We're having fun. You were going to say I'm walking there. I'm like, no. start now. Why are you walking? What are you doing? <laughs> Excellent. So yeah. do people need to like win tickets in? Like, How no. are we doing it? It's just free. Just, just show up. up. Well, this seems too easy. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, just come hang out with us. We didn't All really right. think it through. No. All right. And we don't do this a lot. This no, is not a common thing for us. So. I, I commented it, underneath our Instagram post at Kevin Mornings. I said beer pong, you guys. Mm-hmm. And Sidebar <laughs> Makes wrote, perfect sense. Sidebar wrote back, tomato, tomato. You're right. You're right, <laughs> Sidebar. You are correct. I am nervous about the paddle, the grip. Messing with my hands. You can wear gloves. Oh, great idea. <gasps> what if oh, he wears so fingerless great. gloves? I might have to wear fingerless gloves. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just to but make they have sure. to be white. 
Yeah, have to be white just leather. white sure. leather. Yeah. Ew, like a racer. And white leather Ew. pants. They need to match. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Who wants oh. to play ping pong? Oh. Oh. All right. Well, so that is next Saturday. This yeah. coming, yeah. This okay. coming Saturday. Yeah. This coming Saturday, five, five to o'clock. seven. Mm-hmm. At the slide bar. Slide bar. Uh, so I I showed up for the uh, for the HD Radio Sound Space Friday. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, fully expecting it to not be ready. Mm-hmm. Of course, because I had seen it very very recently, and it was a disaster zone. Yes, you just don't believe like I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just didn't Did believe. You, no, I, she turned when she realized our bosses might be listening. She yeah. started saying, for sure, this is going like, to come together. We've got to have faith, you guys. They've yeah. never let us down before. <laughs> <laughs> I but you were that. walking around in that room where it was like, I was not. oh, my God, this yeah. is literally going to be a disaster. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily filled with things. Okay. Uh-huh. Furniture. Okay. Um, okay. A- anything except for the stage. It okay. Was, it was a pretty empty room. What did she need for Coldplay? The stage. Their stage. Yeah. There you go. And they did build it out about twice as far as the normal stage is going to be. And they put a bunch of lights up there and it looked beautiful. It did. It looked okay. nice on video at least. And it worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked wonderful on yeah. video. And I have something for you guys. Hold on. Oh okay. my God. I'm getting one. The the uh, the absolute joy. Wow. Kevin wow. just handed me an Kevin. actual love pin. Yeah. Thank you so much. I want everyone to know that the joke that was said over and over again that, that Chris Martin was going to bring buttons that say love on them was true. And he brought them and he handed them out and everyone who worked at the show got one and I heard a lot of fans got them as yep. I promised. Yep, yep. Um, I got the OG love one from Chris Martin himself that is an actual pin pin. Oh, I see. These are extremely special. They've got magnets on them. So he has upgraded in the a, past four years. Not actually mm-hmm. a pin. It does have a backing like, yeah. a, like, like a an magnet. earring. Or yeah. A magnet. Yeah. Yeah. How do magnets work? It took me a, a minute to figure it out because of what? <laughs> no, it's saying Clown Posse. Okay, all right. So he did, I, what I want everyone to know is that I was right and that he did have pins and he was giving them out. Yes. Wow. And they seem, don't they seem like way They're more expensive? They're substantial the, pins. Yeah, he has are. really upgraded. Yeah. With the so what do you guys yeah. think his thing is with these? Do you, he just he likes, likes pins? He like, yeah. I think so, but he likes when people leave and have like... um. Would you want to trade? Because you have a red one. I have a green one, and my actual other one is green. I have a yeah, purple one as well, if you'd like to throw that into the mix. Oh, I'll take purple. Okay, right. I just yeah. got really asked out of that. Oh, do you no, want, no, no, do I, you want, want I, I would actually one. rather have red, but I didn't want to take it I have another red as well. I have nothing but buttons. How many buttons do you have? I took them all. There was none for the listeners. What is that? <laughs> Kevin leaving with a hefty bag filled with Chris <laughs> Martin like, pins. Oh, oh, the people I work with are going to love these. They're buttons. Who wants I, a love pin? I was so I all of them. I was sort of surprised that they were there, only yeah. because amazing. He, we met him before. He doesn't always hand out. I, I, listen, I've pins. heard he hands them out all the time. I've, I, well, maybe not, he does now. It's not a terrible thing. I once met uh, who was it? Muhammad Ali. I think I met Muhammad Ali at an airport. Who, uh, what? At who an airport. doesn't remember? meeting Muhammad Ali. Well, I Bro, think this who is was it? it? Was it, hmm. was it Kareem think, Abdul-Jabbar? That's the thing. I think I have the same story about Kareem. He, they oh, hand no, out, Kareem hands out the card cards. that says... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. Did, so does Muhammad Ali. Okay. And it basically on the back says, I'm sorry I don't have enough time to stop for everyone, but um, your your allegiance and your, your the love you have for me has meant a lot, and it, it's yeah. made me a champion, and blah, blah, blah. And then it says, here's my signature, and it's signed. And I this think card this shows is people- it. I think this is Chris Martin's version of that, which is like everyone who meets him gets a pin and gets to go back, and almost like excitedly, Chris Martin gave me this pin, and it takes him two seconds, and they're like three cents each, and kids in China lose their arm making them. But Honestly, like- though, of all people, Chris Martin would then take the time to like help them move, <laughs> right. and then, oh, do you need a ride from the airport? I got you. That's <laughs> cut, who cut, he cut is. their parents' hair. Yeah, yes. just do anything he can to help out. <laughs> but we all have the pin now. 
How about that? Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I'm happy to bring it to you. Thank you. Uh, Two quick stories over the weekend for sports. Mm -hmm. 49ers Chiefs. Yeah, which I think. I know that the ratings were down this last week for those teams, but I do think that this is the best case scenario. I do too. Uh, There are two teams who, from the beginning of the season, you were like, these seem like Super Bowl champs, other than the Ravens really being the other team. But these were the powerhouses all season. The Mahomes is awesome. I've never felt so kind of like. I've never, oh, what a nice guy! I keep yeah. thinking every time he's interviewed. And so Jimmy G is so handsome, and he's a very attractive right. man. And if they just keep him not throwing, yeah, like a quarterback <laughs> does. I mean, what what is happening? I don't know. Yeah, they're just like, oh, he makes a lot of mistakes, but he's super hot. So let's make this a run game. Just hand it off. That's all Weird. you need to do. All Weird. the players still want to look at him, but he, it is. I this was the game because I, mm-hmm. I, I really don't watch much football all season, and then I always appreciate the Super Bowl. It's the big, it's the big bells and whistles. I am most happy for Eric Stone Street, mm-hmm. who's one Same. of the biggest Chiefs fans, Chiefs fans yeah. ever. Rob Riggle. And Rob Riggle. Mm-hmm. And Paul Rudd. I mean, no one wants to see Paul Rudd sad. And I think we can all agree on that. You know that. who was a Titans fan? Reese Witherspoon. And I'm happy she's sad. Why? I mean, it's Reese Witherspoon. That's awful. Come on. She deserves a little sadness. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. K-Rock. Usually Mondays, but this is the Monday for this week. We do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. But we'll try to make that feeling go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. I will start uh, with a story that might be a little bit old, but it's the first time that I've seen it, and they just put video up. In 2012, a pregnant woman arrived in Fort Worth, Texas from Sudan. She had two daughters, and she was pregnant. And her husband was in a, a camp, um, a refugee camp. And he just figured out a way to get them out of the way, get them to the United States. And a church there named the Village Church adopted them. A couple of women picked them up and sort of taught them how to work into society. And then they were trying desperately to get the husband to come here and meet them. Mm-hmm. But it was very difficult because um, he was stuck in a refugee camp in Egypt, and all of the agencies concerned were saying he's a single man from Sudan. The demographic doesn't get picked for resettlement in the United States. It's just not a priority. So every single step of the way, they were told it's going to be a miracle. If it happens, it's going to be a miracle. He just assumed he would never see his family again. Hmm. It, that just was his lot in life. And so, but they kept trying and they kept trying. And there was a woman named Molly and a woman named Mary. And they did everything they could from the church to help. They met with social workers. They called congressmen and congresswomen. They spoke with immigration attorneys. They submitted paperwork and then resubmitted paperwork. It's just been this constant battle of trying desperately just to get this man reunited with his family. And the video that I just posted on my Instagram at the Kevin Writer is so crazy like heartbreaking because you see them heartbreaking and beautiful you see them in the airport they one of the kids has never met his dad Hmm. um, because it's been four years and he's three years old and so the mom and the kids are waiting and he gets off an airplane and watching him his kids run past security to him and right there i'm like red flag man what's tsa doing (laughs) uh he starts hugging him and then he walks over and he starts hugging his wife for 35 seconds, 40 seconds, just couldn't let go, mm-hmm. and then just literally falls to the ground on oh. his knees. Oh. 
Is and he okay? He's, Is he all right? He's, yeah, he's, oh, it's he not like a, a negative. Attack. No, no, okay, no. Okay. He's just so overwhelmed. You thought he had a heart attack. Well, I don't know. I just thought he, it sounds very stressful. I was nervous yeah, That would be a real roller coaster. <laughs> it's like the end. Not Kevin's great news like, at all. and he's dead. No, but, but imagine. he was happy for a minute. Imagine that. It's a great minute. Imagine that your wife and your. No, it's awful. Kids Mm-mm. are separated from you and you believe 100% you will never, never see, see them. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. what that must be like. Yeah. So he was just so overcome with emotion and just fell to his knees and he started praying. And the church that did it was the Village Church in Fort Worth. And I think they deserve some credit because that's an amazing thing to actually be able to pull off. Not just try, but actually make it happen. Yeah, it's great. And that's my great news. Uh, yeah, Ali? I was going to go. Oh, I think I should go. You said yours was... Mine's not... I mean, mine You said yours wasn't great. All right, go ahead. That's why you save it to the end. Go ahead. Mine, listen, I just know... We should have had this conversation off the end. We did. Mine's not about a guy just like, you know falling to his knees. Why don't you and, go ahead? All right, thank you. Petersfield Bookshop in England has been around for a hundred years. <laughs> it does. I already feel like this is behind the eight ball. It's a bookshop. It's been around a hundred years. Great news for suckers. <laughs> I like we books. Okay. shouting sucks during this great is, news. This is, this is true bullying. <laughs> it's one of those places where you pass as a type of charm that's sort of missing out from these large, you know, uh, Starbucks shopping malls. I don't even pass. know what you're talking about now. What All are right. we saying? I don't know. Guys, it's a bookstore. A bookstore. It's been okay. around a hundred right. years. Oh, but it's not like a Barnes & Noble. That's what I'm saying. So it's an we... independent, family-owned Gosh. bookstore. Right, right. Well, the shop tweeted out the other day that it had a quote-unquote tumbleweed day, meaning it was the first time in its history that they had not made a single sale or anyone walked into the bookstore. At the end of a somewhat sad tweet, they wrote, we know it's miserable out there, but if you'd like to come by and help us out, please find our offering below, all at 25% off at the moment. And it was pictures of their shelves and certain books. And it was then that the shop's manager, John Westwood, saw major activity on a Twitter account that normally is just as slow as the shop. It's been retweeted now almost 10,000 times, including author Neil Gaiman, and he's been overwhelmed by the response, admitting that Amazon hit them extremely hard when they opened, and uh, he needed to sell his own flat to keep the shop, and now he sleeps on a camp bed inside of the bookstore. Uh, But he's gotten over 100 orders since the tweet and 300 messages, and he said that it he had originally taken the shop over from his father. And even though he knows the book industry is not a business that will make him rich, he feels that nothing beats going into a bookstore and seeing them and touching the books and smelling them. And it's a very special place. That's Uh, what the guy from you says. Oh, that's true. And he's a murderer. So maybe don't send the money anyway. So now he's feverishly trying to keep up with the orders. And he says that he has always, he's always had bigger plans for the shop, but obviously it's never coming through because not a lot of people are are coming by. But now with this attention on his bookstore, he hopes that he can uh, jump into the first step. And it's true. Independent bookstores are awesome and they're great and they're near you. And and, they're going away quickly. And they're going away quickly. And also on top of that, as someone like authors know, right? bookstores, independent bookstore sales mean more than the sales that do at the Amazon and stuff. So if you're trying to support authors and get them on bestseller lists, independent stores are the way to buy them. But we all agree reading is for losers. Right. Reading is purely for losers. Okay. And now to a story that's better than mine. But in the meanwhile, that was my great news! My great news is one that was tweeted to me numerous times over the weekend, um, and I had retweeted it. It's from a gentleman named Muhammad Leela. And he starts off this thread and says, something amazing just happened. Sucks. And it it didn't make a single headline. It happened in a place you've probably never been to, to a family you've never met, but it's the best story you'll read. Here's a thread. Hint, it involves sports, refugees, and what it means to be Canadian. And it's a story about this little boy named Yamin, who's in third grade. And he's just like every other kid, except... 
His family are all Syrian refugees, and a lot like the story that Kevin uh, talked about. Um, His father isn't here. His mother's there. His brothers and sisters are here. And this is a story about when refugees come to Canada, it's usually a happy time. Your plane touches down to a new life, a new beginning. But when his family arrived, it was bittersweet because their father never made it out of Syria. But this is a story about what it means to be a family and a community. And this little boy, they settle into a province called, uh, I think it's Newfoundland, Mm -hmm. but it's spelled Newfoundland. I'm not sure. They got hammered by snow. I know that. I saw all those pictures over the weekend. And it's about neighbors that welcome this family with open arms. And in his class, a lot of the kids played hockey. And he was like, I want to play hockey. I don't have any of the equipment, but I want to do it. People found out about it, and it got to the point where every day he would come home and there were skates, there were um, sticks, there were all sorts of equipment for this boy. And one of the neighbors even took him to a store where he was able to pick out his stuff, and the store made sure that he could do it at cost. Wow. Unbelievable. This whole message, the guy includes pictures in this thread. The little boy is so adorable. He walks into the store and just shakes everyone in the store's hand Mm. and just is so thrilled by the whole thing. And it's a story about how it's more than just a sport. And he says, at its best, it can unite us. You'll see Canadians from all backgrounds playing it everywhere. Streets, hallways, frozen ponds, you name it. Even as kids, we played when it was so dark outside, we couldn't see the puck anymore. But when you're an immigrant, the easiest thing in the world is to feel left out. Your food is different. Your accent is different. Maybe your clothes are different. And when your parents are struggling to pay the rent, you're not going to have a luxury like being able to play a sport. He said, when you're a kid, you don't care about any of that. All you want is to fit in, and it hurts like hell when you don't. It can be the worst feeling in the world, and that's exactly why this story is so incredible. And he says, Canada isn't perfect, but it can still be a place where ordinary people come together to tell a refugee family that we care, that his mom didn't have to go it alone, and that they belong. It was a big, gigantic Canadian, we got you, all without having to say a single word. And it's beautiful this thre- i didn't even do this thread justice at all because it's so beautiful the way that this man writes it the pictures that he includes and when you see this little angel boy's face just so thrilled that he's going to be able to fit in in any way in his new home it's beautiful and that's why it's my great news suck it books kevin in the morning with ali and jensen carol q hey rock we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Listen, I didn't know how to use chopsticks before I went to dinner with Muggs. Yeah, and you learned something from Muggs and Christine. Uh, Muggs yes. is a mentor in a lot of yeah, ways. Correct. To us. Thank so you, people, Allie. We don't talk about it enough. Mm-hmm. So we went to what's the name? Uh, Katsuya. Katsuya. Yeah. I okay. just looked over at Muggs and he was just mouth breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what I do. <laughs> so this We're, is a this is a real thing. Like I'm pretty coordinated. <laughs> I am. Uh, okay. I mean, Says the guy who fell on his face running upstairs with his hands in his pockets. Yeah, but that's because I was... Yeah, I had, had a few. Right. Okay. okay. So you're sober coordinated. Uh, I'm decently coordinated in life. Yeah. Mm. You played sports growing yes. up. Yeah, at a very yeah. small high school, so I okay. played all of them, and I was, right. I was good. Meaning you make yeah. the team no matter... Just, yeah, okay, if as long you're a warm you body, it. you're on the team. Yeah. But... Well, I'm not selling this. No, no, but I'm okay. saying I'm, I'm coordinated enough that I should be able to use chopsticks. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So I, tell, I told a story about going out with my daughter and just complete fail. So mm-hmm. then Muggs is like, let me show you how to do chopsticks. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, the only way I was out of my element is normally at a sushi restaurant, I just put my mouth to the plate and... <laughs> Wow. Didn't need it. Mm. Much, much like how you it. do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so Mug starts showing me that it, he tells me that it's your, you're supposed to use your left hand, your off hand. Your less what? dominant what? hand. What? Why did you That's say what he, that? Because he was messing with me. Oh, okay, good. And oh, right at the beginning with my left hand, I got the sushi and I put it in my mouth and celebrated like I'm the greatest wow. I'm the champion of the world like, so am, you thought there was something to it yes the, wow. the, the technique was wonky but he got it done okay <laughs> even with his offhand yes wow. with my offhand it was impressive mm. and then he said no I'm just messing with you it's your, your right hand and mm-hmm. I tried that and it was a Disaster. Could you yeah. have been a lefty your whole life and now you're just learning it? No. Okay. Did you try it with the, the kids' chopsticks oh, that are I did attached at the, end, to the yeah. top? Okay. okay. At the end, I did and yeah. still uh, no. was unable to. I think that was like worse. Really? Yeah. There was certain food. Sushi's tough to handle. And Muggs is like, oh, yeah, I can do it easy. It's yeah. no problem with the chopsticks. And Christine. She can eat a piece of rice with them. Yeah. One piece. If that you, seems racist. If you, yeah. <laughs> no, she can. No. If, she was showing me, like, watch this. I was it's, like, oh, come on now. You're just showing off. But it's racist. It's, I, yeah. she's, she's if racist. you go to at yeah. Kevin Mornings on Instagram, you could see a like a time-lapse video mm-hmm. of Kevin working on one item while I'm just like going to town. Inhaling. Just boom, 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 run, oh. one after the other. And it was probably 60 seconds sped up. Like I was <laughs> legit trying to get a, one just piece. One piece of sushi. Yes. So oh. was it enjoyable it... for you? I mean, is it enjoy- no right? But I learned and okay. I got better at it. Okay. So then last night I went out with my daughter, and I went to sushi and uh-huh. I was going to show her exactly what's oh, up. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And it was a disaster. <laughs> oh, no. Again. No. It was like we almost had to move tables. <laughs> what, hap- <laughs> what happened to the training that I instilled in you? This is like if Danielson lost yeah. in the final match. <laughs> Didn't lose in the final match, but like got beat, knocked out with the first punch. Yeah. Right, right. It was ridiculous. Like you're, wow. like it's getting chopped in half. It's not sticking yes, around. Yes, and it's, it's all over the floor, and it's oh, all over the table. Oh, no. And she's like, just get a fork. Right. right. And I was like, oh, I guess. Uh, but my, is, I'm blaming all this on mugs, right? How, how are you blaming on me? I you're my per- instructor. Yeah, but, you know, it's not necessarily the instructor. Is It is more the student. Oh, the students, oh, the students being okay. blamed. Yes. All right. um, uh, did, so you left there thinking this man knows how to use chopsticks? I mean, I was confident, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's not good to regress after you just had <laughs> yeah. a lesson. So I mean, I feel like, like that's a problem. So, so disaster, lesson, yeah. uh-huh. bigger disaster. Yeah, that doesn't seem good. 
It's not good? No. You felt you were worse with your daughter? Yes. Congratulations, well, because I was because I was trying harder mm-hmm. to, like, impress her. Yeah. And yeah. Um, she was super annoyed. Yeah. She wow. was just like, just, it's just get a fork. They have them for, for people. Just ask for yeah. one. Mm-hmm. It is good that Muggs isn't having to instill life lessons in, like, a little human or anything. No, yeah. So that's uh, good. Yeah, it would be terrible if he was, like, a dad. And right? Yeah, that That'd stuff. Be what a disaster that uh, would be. Guys, I have a three-year-old. Oh, no. Aww. Oh, God. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. K-Rock. Jensen, let's talk about your mom, shall we? Yeah. Uh, we have talked about in the past, what is up with Haroldine? What has she done with me? What did she teach me as a child? What has affected me as an adult? And this one is is very high. What's up with Haroldine? What's up with Haroldine? What's up with her? I wish I was an orphan after that song. Listen, um, <laughs> did, well, did, couldn't he pick any key he wanted? I mean, he, he did. He technically did pick any key he wanted. <laughs> he did, but he, he did do that. Couldn't hit any, any of the none, notes. None. I mean, it wasn't great. It's no. Uh, my mom is on the phone. Oh right. my God, that was a horrible introduction. It was. Oh, Harold D. She already has opinions. You are You're not right. wrong. Uh, so in the past, things that we've <laughs> talked about with my mom, for example, she taught me not to put hats on a bed or shoes on a counter if it's new and like, you know, a, a shoebox. Don't do that. She taught me, I mean. Can some, I just interrupt right there yeah. and just say why? Just superstition, superstition. And you don't know why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Superstition. She admitted that she thought about naming me Thor at a certain point in her right. life. Oh, it would have been so great. Uh, she's she's <laughs> she's had she bought me leather pants twice. I mean, she's had very strange things happen, and we've made her accountable for these things. Mm-hmm. And recently, when I had a cold, Allie went to hand me a tissue to blow my nose, mm-hmm. and I explained that I don't blow my nose, which got the <laughs> correct response from the room. It's insanity. Which is what is going on. <laughs> and then I realized that, I mean, it almost like Kaiser Soze, it almost one plus one became two for me. And I remembered that as a child, you taught me not to blow my yes. nose because you said it was bad for me. Yes. And it, I was just a messenger. A very, very <laughs> oh, I see. Here yeah, She's good. already excusing herself. <laughs> yes. Why, did you, why was it bad for me to blow my nose? A very good ENT doctor told me not to, it's not to blow. People should not blow their nose. That's where they have ear problems. So I mean, that's, never, that's a thing never, if you... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've never really had colds in my life, to tell you the truth. I just don't get them. What? But when I have, I remember just dabbing it. And, and, and I didn't have a gushing out stuff you have to blow. But right. that was really the doctor's orders. But when you have a stuffy nose, you don't blow your nose. I very rare. I've only had like a stuffy nose twice in my life. What are you oh talking gosh. about? How is that even possible? I forgot to tell you guys, Haroldine's also immortal. I uh, feel like that's the topic now. <laughs> yeah, she, Wait, she, how? Feels no, she feels no human sickness. <laughs> how? Uh, seriously, seriously, Jensen. No, no. No, I you're not sick much. Sick. No, but, but, not how, much. but you're don't, exaggerating when you say only twice you've had a stuffy well, nose. I don't get colds, ask Jensen. Yeah, she I doesn't really get a lot of don't. colds. And maybe that is one of the reasons in my childhood that it didn't come up to blow my nose is because you, you really didn't have a stuffy nose much and you wanted me to feel the agony only. But I, I it is weird. Like when you have, like I was trying to explain to them, they're like, well, what do you do when you have a stuffy nose? And I was like, well, I guess I just use a tissue. I don't really blow my nose. I just kind of clear the way. That just sounds crazy. That's crazy well, I mean, talk. I'm sure it does to some people that blow their nose but for everyone blows their nose (laughs) it's true that everyone blows their nose (laughs) that is a true statement it's like everybody poops same thing are you nervous that your ears are gonna pop and blow out is that what you taught me 
that's what he told us. Yeah. Okay. He told my whole family. If, that, if he's, he's an ear, nose, and throat guy. So to me, he's avoiding the ear issue, but then he's also exacerbating the throat issue and because now issue. you've got post-nasal drip. So he's just pushing it to a different a member of the E, the N, or the T. Mom, do you think that he was just trying to get us to come back there all the time That's sick? what I'm thinking. He was big well, ear, nose, and throat. He was <laughs> always thinking of his bottom line. He just got rid of the nose part and yeah. just did the ear and throat. He also but told me- us, don't use medicine, which was a weird... No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. Oh, yeah, he didn't like that's that. so no. far out. Yeah, no. he didn't say that. Like that's no. so far out. But you thought that it would pop our ears. Yeah, he said that it causes ear problems where if you blow it, you know, sometimes that your ears pop, he said. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, and it blows a lot of the, the ears into infections. It is, but I'm going to ask my current ears, okay. ear, ear nose and throat doctor the next time yeah, I go in. Because how, how old was this story? Well, you know who it was. It was the Beverly well, Hills Well, don't, I mean, don't say his name, but how, no, how long know. ago? How long ago? Uh, that was probably in the, the 70s. 70s, 80s, 80s, 80s. <laughs> and you just live by that. You haven't ever questioned it. We don't know if that guy's like out of business or lost his license. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. I'm I gonna th- ask my NT doctor next time I go. Yeah. I am. I, mean, I, 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 I do now. think that if you blow your nose too hard, that stuff can happen. You can get an infection in your ear. You can mm-hmm. break blood vessels. Sure. But for the most part. Everyone else just blows their nose and they're they're good. Yeah, I think go it's about your day. Mostly fine, mom. It's probably the pressure of blowing your nose that what he was probably meaning. I have no idea, but I think you're right. People that blow their nose See, my mom. So but you I mean it wasn't like you were like don't blow your nose too hard. You were like don't blow your nose at all. Yeah, because I just wanted to save your ears. You were my only child. Right. God, you guys saved so much on tissue, too. <laughs> there were no hankies in the house. No, was, nothing. We were allowed nothing. Hankies. Yeah, we oh not, even, God, not, not even napkins. We had to eat. So, it was... <laughs> hankies are a whole different. Oh, whole they're disgusting. People with hankies are right? disgusting. Right? Those people are ridiculous. Let's talk about oh. the fact that you've only had a stuffy nose twice in your life. <laughs> That's <laughs> not possible. I am serious. You ask Jensen, I don't get colds. I don't. Yeah, but don't get colds means you get one every two or three years. No, no, no. It doesn't mean in your life. What happens when you start to feel like a tickle in your throat or something? I cough. <laughs> oh, ear, nose, and throat guy didn't tell you not right? to cough, did he? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we've learned one thing is that my mother is uh, completely uh, able Insane. to fight everything sick-wise. Yeah. She never gets sick. She never blows her nose. Wait a second. I, something. But oh. I do have to say something. I never get sick, but I've had a lot of surgeries in my life. What? what? <laughs> not, this took a turn. Wait, not like plastic surgeries. You're saying like no, you've... Okay. No, 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 no. I've had actual surgeries not not that are not <laughs> that have to be. She's saying like, she's, but you heal instantly, right? There's no, there's and no also those, of time. those titanium claws you have or whatever. <laughs> I mean, and all that facial hair. <laughs> What's up with hair, Rodine? This is Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen, LA and OC's alternative rock. K Rock. First, Allie's here. About 10 minutes till the top of each hour with what's happening. Guys, Madonna cancels another show, this time with only 45 minutes notice to fans. No! She was set to perform at a theater in Portugal on Sunday, and fans got an email saying she <laughs> wow. wouldn't show. I feel like there's probably a better way, but. 
Yeah, an email. Wouldn't most people be there or en route? Also, yes. And don't you think performers would have like a certain time limit that they would at least give a heads up to yeah. everyone? Like I mean, six hours. Or, you know what I mean? Like, Morrissey let us know like two hours ahead of time that one acoustic Christmas. That one time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Although it wasn't a surprise. No, we were all, we were all betting on it. Um, but it's the eighth show that she's canceled on her tour, including uh, one last October, which she nicks for a knee injury. And then late last year, she blamed some indescribable pain for scrapping a gig in Miami, saying she feared, quote, irreversible damage if she performed. So not, not hmm. great. No. I mean, eight shows on a tour is a lot to cancel. Yeah. She okay. is a criminal. I don't, whoa. I don't I'm not sure we're going that far. <laughs> Stealing hearts, maybe. I don't know. That's crazy. Um, Biggie going into the Rock Hall of Fame, and both P. Diddy and Faith Evans are planning to be front and center when Notorious B.I.G. is inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That will air May 2nd from Cleveland. No word yet on who is going to honor Biggie, if Diddy is going to be doing the speech beforehand, if he will perform, if Faith will perform. But Faith says she's ecstatic about her late ex-husband being honored, or late husband being honored as first ballot inductee. So... I think you'll see a Jay-Z performance. I think you will see a ton of huge names up yeah. there. You've got it. Absolutely. And I think they'd be nuts not to do something like Bad Boys. if they, They've got to have Mace and, Mace and Diddy and all of those guys up there doing something together. Biggie Biggie Smalls is the illest. I mean, that woman could, Very could go excited. and yeah. do something. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that tribute for sure. And Depeche Mode. Yeah. Let's be honest. And... Nine Inch Nails, right? All good. Uh, all right. good ones. All right. good. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep, yep. And that other band that none of us had heard of. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I saw Tarmac so or whatever. Tarmac, it was. Yes. I saw so many people being like, who's Tarmac? That was like the <laughs> yeah. big thing on Twitter. No and the one... name wasn't even Tarmac, No, by the way. I can't yeah. remember. But I will say, we weren't the only ones. No. However, um, you guys also weren't the one that got ripped a new one from a listener mm. that called me a moron, said I he can't believe I have a job doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I inquired, hey, did you write that to the two guys on the show that also had no said, idea no, who this man idiots. was? Yeah. And he wouldn't answer. And mm. he responded with more awful stuff. So I said, again, I'm just going to... I just want to know, did you email right them? The and yeah. you know the answer to I know that the answer because I, I knew it before, before I even it. asked yeah, the yeah. two of you. Yeah. You're like, no, didn't hear from him. Oh, his email is I hate women, especially <laughs> Allie at, at Gmail. It's a long address. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, we admitted we didn't know him, that we should have known him. And we should have yeah. known if they're going to the Hall of Fame, we felt like idiots for not knowing him. Yeah. Then we looked looked into him and then we were like, why? It's T-Rex. 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 Right. What did you say? Tarmac. tarmac. Better yeah. band. Better band name. <laughs> I love Tarmac. I hope they're nope. first ballot next year. <laughs> Who knows? Guys, veganism. It's what's for dinner. So on Sunday. <laughs> what? Is the, that an yeah, ad? No. The SAG Awards served a vegan menu following in the Golden Globes and Critics' Choice um, mm-hmm. Awards footsteps. And some members of Hollywood are all for it, like Joaquin Phoenix, who praised the organizations for connecting climate change and animal agriculture. He said during a speech, he said, first, I'd like to thank the awards for going plant based and trying to offer or trying to offset our carbon footprint. It's really an amazing message. Someone who didn't so much love the food as much as uh, Joaquin Mm -hmm. was Alex Bornstein. Oh, Bornstein, who said, um, 
In the words of John Merrick, I am not a rabbit, as she posted a picture of her plate. Eat it. Uh, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> so people started commenting on the picture, and they're like, we hope that's the app- appetizer. Another person said, I get the whole plant-based healthy diet thing, but give people a choice to eat crap. Right? Well, that's what funny. America is based on. I do on. wonder, though, with every every event that you go to, there's always a vegetarian option. Options, and now yeah. there is a vegan option. Mm-hmm. Will there be a meat option? Like, do you say at a place, like, do you have a meat option? Is that going to be the new question? That's a great question. I don't know. I smell like beef, of course. Thank you, young lady. (laughs) Later, after celebrating the SAG Award for Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Comedy Series, Alex returned home and deep-fried some quesadillas that she shared on social media. (laughs) That sounds good. I've never deep-fried a quesadilla. Sounds good to me. It does sound good. And late night? Like, Mm -hmm. what's better than a quesadilla? Except a deep fried quesadilla. I'll try that. It's like, like a it. state fair in her house. It is. <laughs> she then deep fried some Oreos <laughs> and, a and a shoe. Yeah. None of that is true. Do right you there. have chicken finger? I do not. <laughs> Guys, Kelly Ripa has revealed that she quit drinking when Ryan Seacrest came aboard live with Kelly and Ryan. What? Which most people <laughs> might make do me the opposite. drink. Yeah. She said, um, I started the show and she, or Ryan Seacrest said, I started the show, she quit drinking. This was during a discussion on alcohol habits and that people were purchasing less wine overall in 2019. So Kelly Ripa joked that I've influenced the market. I'm not saying I've driven people out. I'm saying I stopped buying wine and now there's a 25% dip. She didn't go on to say why she Hmm. stopped drinking, but just an interesting little tidbit there on Kelly and Ryan. Usually somebody who loves wine never gives that up. Right. Unless there's a huge problem. Yeah. And we haven't heard anything about that. Odd. Interesting. T-Rex, huh? <laughs> Tarmac. Mm, Tarmac. Should have known yeah. him. I wonder if she wears those, used to wear those t-shirts. Like, mm, mommy juice. Oh, yeah. It's wine time. <laughs> that is such a weird it's brand. The it like, is the what worst brand. Doing? And they sell them at Target and stuff. They're uh, like, I hate it. Mommy needs wine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mommy doesn't need wine. Like, you want some wine. That's fine. Have a glass of wine, but you don't need it in lieu of raising your kids. It's a weird brand. It is. Mommy's an alcoholic. (laughs) Mommy juice. (laughs) It's weird. It's a weird brand. I mean, just sneak it in the pantry like my mom did. Everybody else, right? Hide in the bathroom and ferment your own alcohol like my mom did. Thank you. Drink from the toilet like prison wine like my mom did. And have an affair with a man you talked to through the toilet like my parents. Thank you. God, and shank a man if he gets in the way like my dad did. That is such a just small amount of people that will understand the affair through the toilet thing. <laughs> people should know that but when you're in jail. The you, one or two people are dying yeah, right now. You can talk through, through the, the toilet And people have relationships yeah. through yelling through the toilet. That yeah. is a real thing. It's a real yeah. thing. Jackson I mean, knows from all his time I do. San Quentin. It's a... Uh, it's a teachable show, which is something I've always told people. Like, yeah, you listen to us. Sometimes you'll laugh. Mm-hmm. But mostly you learn. Is it a toilet baby? It no, it's not, not a baby. Again, they no, just start the relationship that They way. start it. They're not doing it through no. the toilet. Right. Right. can you? Oh, no. That's a different show. Okay. That's gross. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Okay. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> okay. Jonathan Quick, Emma Bunton, Billy Ocean, and Gina Davis all celebrating a birthday today. And mm-hmm. that's what's happening. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock. L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First, let's talk insomnia. Okay. okay. I have it. Yeah. I don't know what to do about it. I've tried a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody has advice. Everybody has a suggestion yeah. of what they mm-hmm. can try. Cutting out alcohol, not an option for me. So, All right, we'll take that out okay. right Take now. that out. Okay. So what other kind of things do you have? Well, I suffered from it for a long time. One of the reasons was I had obsessive thoughts while I was trying to sleep. Took okay. medicine for that, got rid of it. But because of the side effect of the medicine? Well, no, I mean, I just don't have, oh, just repeat, have the repetitive thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, so I can go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that I found a lot of success with melatonin. Is that right? Do you take a melatonin, like a chewy? Like a chewable? Like I a mean, chewy? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? what the hell? You know. You take a chewy. Like a chewy, uh, you know chewy what? melatonin. The truth of the matter is that I've taken that before and I didn't really feel like it helped a whole lot, yeah. so I left it in the past. Okay. I haven't tried it in a while. Okay. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe I should again. But yeah. And also, you know, they, they're basically... Right, Allie? It's like... <laughs> I pressed the cough Oh, button you did. The hard mic's real bad. Oh, she's going back. <laughs> That'll keep you up at night. You good? Big hawk and cough. Uh, okay, listen. All We're right. just looking at you. All right, listen. I'm just making sure she's all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So they, they're basically like gummy bears before you go to bed. They're yeah. not even like anything. A lot of people use Weed. marijuana. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Speaking and, of gummy bears. Right. And do you think that that has been helpful? Yes. Okay. So just That get, has been helpful. Get high as hell, man. I mean, I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, what about, and this works for me. I do not watch TV in my bedroom. My bedroom is a sanctuary. So <laughs> what I'm saying is not a lot happens in my bedroom. No social life there. There's mm-hmm. not, no one coming in and out. There's a lot of crickets. And, yeah, <laughs> They hang out there. Cobwebs. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's dying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I make it so when I go into my bedroom, I'm going to bed. But have you ever had this problem? Have you ever um, had insomnia? Not really insomnia, but I've also had a an alarm clock that goes off at 2.30 in the morning for news when I was on the news, and now 3.45 for this show. It's so funny. This show is so much better for you. It's, so, it's <laughs> like I'm sleeping in, and everything was great until the time change really screws me up. Oh, so when don't it's, give me the time no, change. No, no, no. When it's lighter later. Right. Which is when everybody loves the time change. Like, yeah, I get more daylight. No, mm-hmm. that's when I get trampoline kid in the back. The, eh, watch me, daddy. Watch me. And he's on mm-hmm. his damn trampoline. You I need hate, a paint gun. That's when. That's the time when I don't sleep as well because kids are outside enjoying their life, right? which is so gross. Being okay. happy. So gross. And I know that we've established how insane my mom was. Yes. But I have one technique that she used to give me that I used to think was not helpful. I know. She put a pillow over your face. <laughs> no, no, no. Smothering? No, that, I mean, no. That's not what she Just did. Just okay. Yeah. Uh, she would say, put, like, different body parts to sleep in, a, like, my legs. It feel like you're almost going to sleep per body part. And I always used to be like, oh, that's insane. Then when I went to go get, um, medi- uh, what's it called? Hip, hip, hypnotism. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what the woman told me yeah, to do. It's very meditative. It's sort of med- yeah. yeah. And so, like, basically, it's like now your feet are asleep, now your ankles are asleep, now your calves are asleep. Like, you kind of go in order of your body, and oh. supposedly you're asleep by the time it gets to like your chest. 
Interesting. There's no way it works. See, here's the problem. I'm not saying there's no way it works. There's no way it works that well. Or for you. That fast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it might help. Breathing has always helped me, too. Yes, breathing. You also nap, Kevin. I do. That's what screws you up because you're staying on this same schedule now. If you were to, I I truly believe this, if you took two weeks and did a normal schedule where you do not nap and you get into bed around 8 or 9, you're going to be dead asleep by 9.30. Who goes to bed at 8? I do. <laughs> that was Destiny just real- shook her head. Yes, yeah. Destiny has my sleep. On pattern. this shift, you really need to change but everything. Eight? You need like a I think sleep. If cleanse. you get into bed at eight and okay. you're then and no phone, right? Phone, no computer, no read a nothing. book, man. Okay, Kevin. Right, let's sorry, not be sorry. ridiculous. I, you're right. For God's you're sakes, right. man. I'm not making. I'm, I'm not, limited. Yeah, allowing miracles to happen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, breathing, all that stuff, man. Do you you got to just relax. I do breathe. Okay. Do I don't you... know that I meditate the way Jensen was describing, which is sort of putting each body part asleep. Yes. You know. You know. Well, no, I don't. Uh, but you should. You should oh, just is he talking about his wiener. No, he can't. <laughs> How never dare you? What I'm saying is, you that just, is what I was saying. Yeah. You just relax and and let it sort of. I see. Just relax. Yeah, that's what you're missing. Well, your napping I, is easy. How easy is napping for you? I mean, it's sort see, of. It's that... sort of. I I sort of get enough rest mm-hmm. uh-huh. between napping and sleeping. That, but you're not at all. <laughs> no, but you, I sort you of You know do. that you are, Those, it's not, you're in one foot's in the grave the way you're living your life. Because it's scientific. Isn't it that's scientific? That's always been true. Isn't it scientific as far as like the sleep you get during the day in a nap is not, you know, like is it not as strong and helpful? It doesn't even out. It doesn't, right. like people that are like, oh, I'll sleep extra hard this weekend. No, you're not saving sleep. You're not adding to they sleep. They do say you're supposed to stay on the exact same schedule. Yeah. But do you get up at 3.50 on Saturday? Unfortunately, I wake up around 6 a.m. Same. On Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I don't think I've slept through six. So everyone in this room, everyone in this room is like, "Yes, that makes me healthy." And then the one guy's like, "I don't know, man. Got a nap from three p.m. to six p.m. and then sleep at twelve thirty. No, I do. I understand sort of how it works. So I don't sleep later than you know three or four. Mm -hmm. I just take a nap, but then Uh I make sure I get up in plenty of time so that I can go back to sleep. But by what midnight? I mean eleven. I mean we wake. I wake up at four. Yeah. Yeah, me too. (laughs) <laughs> a tough realization for all of us <laughs> that you do the same thing all right, we we're do. we're going to take your tips. 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number. Let's start with Jeff in Lake Forest real quickly. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, what's up, party people? Hello. Talking about insomnia. What do you got? Hey, so my wife has terrible time falling asleep. The only thing we found is extremely, tar- sorry, my son in the background, extremely tart cherry juice. You mix it with water and you drink it. Like an hour before you go to bed. This sounds like a big setup. I don't know. It sounds... I, I, I swear to God. Google it and it works. It's it's the weirdest thing. Tart cherry juice. Hmm. Tart cherry juice and water. And water. Okay. All right. Write it down, Kevin. I'm writing. I All already right. did. He's writing it down. Now, if I try this and, and it backfires on me and I'm up for three days... Also, like a bunch of vodka. <laughs> no bunch of, vodka. Just pour a, a whole fifth in there. <laughs> that helps. Thank you for the call. All right. 1-800-520-1067. We will take your calls next. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock, L.A. and O.C.'s Alternative Rock. We're talking about not being able to sleep, insomnia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Tim on Twitter has a great idea for you, Kevin. Okay. Um, just watch baseball. You'll fall <laughs> oh, right to sleep. I think that's, that's great. Uh-huh. I got an email from Tina, as did you, Kevin. Um, I know you won't read it, oh, no, so I let got, me do it. Oh, no, I got it, it already. Um, number one. Number one. Do not do take not naps. Do not take naps. 
So don't take a nap. Okay. Number two, this is something I have heard, but I've never tried it. But lie on your back in bed, push your stomach up as if you were trying to break an invisible belt. Keep pushing as long as you can. Let go. Relax. Repeat. She says there's no way you can do more than 20 of those. It's going to knock you out. Really? Yeah. That sounds insane. It sounds like I'd be sweating. It sounds so dumb. Sweating from breathing, Uh, That's a lot of working out, man. We got That's one, one text from the 323. Sometimes I count backwards from 100. I never make it to one. Uh, come on. That's something you see on TV. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Come it works. on with that. Get, yeah, sure it works. Get focused. All right. Let's go to Natalie in Brentwood. Good morning, Natalie. Hi. Good morning. Okay. Just real quick before I tell you my um, healthy method. Yes. Unhealthy, half of a Benadryl on an empty stomach, you're done, son. Yeah. Like, a, sounds like a bad idea. Sounds like a bad idea. Now, the good idea, that that's the Western medicine. Mm-hmm. Now, the Eastern medicine, healthy way, the person who said cherry juice was not wrong. The reason why is cherries have melatonin in them. That's why people sleep better in the summer. But don't get like a tart, over-the-counter, whatever. Go to your farmer's market, get a cherry juice that's like legit, just fresh, squeezed cherries. Shots of that at night, you're good. Hmm. If that doesn't do hmm. it, remember when you were young, you had hot milk as a baby and that put you out? That'll yeah. Still put you out. Hot milk. Like that was my nickname in high school. Wait, hold on, hold exactly. on. Hot milk. Okay, hot milk should work. That also is a thing. That w- it does. It's a real thing. thing. Yeah, it's a th- real but thing. If you're like me and you hate like dairy milk, and this is gonna sound gross, but nut milk. <laughs> um, Natalie, milk, whatever. Sly lady. I'm sorry. So you're saying like <laughs> almond milk, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's better sounding than nut milk. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> By the way, nut milk, just thinking I mean, of the word will keep me up all night. Let Natalie live. Right. All right. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let's go to Derek in Huntington Beach. Good morning, Derek. Morning. So, insomnia, what do you got? Um, a cat's purr. Mm, cats. Like a real cat? Or you mean like a, like a, on your phone, like a the sound? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a real cat. Oh, see, all you well, need is Derek's cat, Kevin. Don't Kevin cats like trying to climb up on your head and sleep they, on top yeah, of your head? and they steal your breath and kill you. Well, that's not true. That's only babies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, do you have a sound machine in your room? I do, yes. Okay. I, I do, do have as that. well. What do you put yours to. on? I put mine on rain. Um, no, just... Uh, yeah, mine's like a same white as noise. His. White noise. Like yeah. white noise? White yeah. noise. Okay. Just kind of block everything else mm-hmm. out. That's sad. Uh, <laughs> Including his own sound, like his own thoughts. Let's go to Miranda in Pasadena. Good morning. Hey, how are you guys? Good, Hi. thank you. Talking about insomnia, what works for you? I use a Tempur-Pedic sleep mask, mm. and it's awesome. Allie, you have a sleep mask. I do use a sleep mask, and mine has an insert in it where you can either put, like, a frozen insert or a warm insert, depending on, like, if you're having a specific type of headache. But I find that when I don't use my sleep mask, I don't fall asleep as easily, whether it's the actual So you use it even without, it. The, without the headache? Yeah, it's with the... With the darkness of it plus there's a slight pressure that it puts on you that i love don't you love that miranda oh i do like that i like that how it has an adjustable velcro yes and i strap it to my head yes and before that i just smoke a lot of weed that's a great tip by the way the weed um how about a doctor about why a doc- would a doctor listen to this show dr julia montania am i saying that right Close. It's Dr. Mantonia. Okay. Mantonia, okay. That was that was good though. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh what, what what have we said wrong here? What 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 do you what do you suggest? You know, you guys haven't really said much wrong. I just wanted to confirm the genius of uh Allie and Jensen. Thank oh you. please. <laughs> oh, we don't even need to go on. Thank you, Thank ma'am. You. <laughs> 
doctor? The two first things that they mentioned, um, I wanted to put a name to. So Allie talked about sleep hygiene. And sleep hygiene basically says a couple things. The first thing is that you want your bed to be used for two things and two things only, and that's sleep and sex. Yes. So take the TV out of your bedroom completely, mm-hmm. no TV, no computer screen, no phone screen. The light that comes off of your TV, computer, phone screen mm-hmm. will actually make it harder for you to fall asleep. There's some products out there that will... Um, put a different tone of light into your room. It's like a different light bulb. And that's supposed to help you fall asleep. But honestly, blackout curtains, yeah, the black face curtains mask, complete darkness is best. Okay, why am I a so genius? Okay. <laughs> why am so I that's, a genius? That's Allie, but why yeah, tell me now? Now, Jen, you're a genius because it's actually more credit to your mom, your oh, sweet mother, yeah. who taught you how to make your body parts fall asleep. That's mm-hmm. called progressive muscle relaxation. Now, one of the best ways to learn how to do progressive muscle relaxation is to start at your feet and yeah. work your way up one body part at a time. But what you want to do at first is tense that body part. So you want to squeeze it really, really hard and then relax. That mm-hmm. will start to teach your body when your body is tense. What you really don't realize a lot is that you carry so much tension in different parts of your body. Even right now when you're sitting, your face, your jaw might be tensed up a little bit. Your shoulders might be rising toward your ears. And you don't recognize how much tension you're really carrying in different parts of your body. Hmm. So when you practice tensing those parts of your body and then relaxing them, eventually your body will learn how just to be able to take a deep breath and relax all the parts of your body, including your face, which is a big one. Once you're able to do that, you can fall asleep much faster. I think these are all great tips, but we also have a guy that's on hold that we can't get to that just watches someone make mashed potatoes on YouTube. So, I mean, (laughs) do what you got to do. This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock, K-R-O-Q. 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. It's getting real wrestling up here right now. Uh, we are very excited to have a legend in the field, a best-selling author, a stand-up comedian. He is a former champion. Give it up for Mick Foley. Woohoo! Thank you. In the building. It's nice to be here. We are very excited to have you. You are celebrating the 20th anniversary of your first book. That's yeah. insane. And I guess people who didn't follow his career would... he? Did you hand-write the book? Yeah, I sure did. Uh, it's almost 200,000 words in 50 days. What? So I, I had a, a ghostwriter assigned mm-hmm. to the project, and a, uh, just a few weeks in or maybe a couple months in, I just thought, this is a very, really mediocre book with my name on it. <laughs> sure. And when I suggested, when I mentioned it to Judith Regan, who was my publisher, she goes, oh, we'll just find another writer. I said, Judith, uh, I was thinking of writing it myself. Oh, was, she was terrified at well, that point. Well, the silence. <laughs> yeah, sure. oh, the pro sure. wrestler it, who fell off a steel cage. Uh, yeah, right now I to write a book, right? Yeah. And so I filled in the blanks. I just said, how about I start working on it and see if you like it? And she took me up on that. And uh, I the next, uh, like four days later, I turned in 70 pages. That's insane. Uh, oh, my notebook gosh. paper. 
and uh, and she liked it. You know, the conversational writing style. Yeah, people could oh, relate to. you and, know uh, that she now uses that in every story with her writers. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Mick Foley gave me seventy pages in two days. Yeah, it was on like, like wait, the New York bestseller, Timeless Forever. I mean, it was it almost like defined the wrestler book, which yeah, is now kind was, of like a thing. Yeah, it, it did hit number one. Yeah. Uh, it stayed there for a couple weeks, maybe three weeks, and then it stayed on the list, which is even more impressive for twenty six weeks. Wow. Oh and my usually gosh. biographies or autobiographies, they kind of have their little run. And this one just really, it really struck a chord with people. And the reason I decided to do the tour is because over the years I would see that people were carrying the, and it was a big book, you know, it was uh, close to 200,000 words. So big that Chris Jericho actually knocked me out with my own book. <laughs> That's just Pick up a win and say, oh, really oh, Did he know you hand wrote it? I mean, that's a pretty serious thing. <laughs> um... And so they I'd, would bring the book. Yeah, yeah. they read, bring the book, and I would hear the stories about how over and over again, this was a book that made people who didn't feel like they fit in anywhere, like they had a place to fit in, or at the very least, like they weren't alone. Now, was that your goal when you were starting? No. The, not at all. No, right? just, you just had some stories. Screw those losers, started, right? Yeah, I just started writing it. You know, I didn't even, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no wow. idea. Was, was there doing. a time when someone said you should write a book and you were like, I'm not I'm not an author? Uh, my dad would kept telling me, you know, it was a great experience. Like, I remember I'd come home from Nigeria. I'd be all beaten up. I got pl- bludgeoned by fans over there. I got stitched up on a, the, a dirt floor of a chemist's office because they said they couldn't, <laughs> oh they couldn't trust the doctor. What? And sure. I came I'm up, sorry, they couldn't trust the doctor. I couldn't trust the doctor. <laughs> sure, I, no. We've all been there. I came home with 180 bucks for two weeks' work. Oh, and my man. dad's like, it's a great experience. You ought to write a book, you know? And so he was definitely the glass half full guy. Mm-hmm. And then I do write, like in 89, I started jotting down some things. And I was just lucky that it all came rushing back to me. When I sat down, it was really a really a pure. Everything I've writ subsequent wrote <laughs> subsequently has had some like little tinge of uh, the money grab, you know, like I can make money writing. Sure, but that first one, people thought absolutely nobody's gonna read a, wrestle, a wrestling book. Did they tell you that? Uh, yeah, over and over again. And, uh, <laughs> And I guess we proved them wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, it seems like every big wrestler who comes through at this point, especially WWE, writes a book. It's yeah. almost part of the formula. Like, did you have any experience writing before? I mean, well, I was a pretty good writer. I, I look back in my old college papers, and one of my professors was like, "You really ought to pursue writing for a career." And, and you're like, "No, nah, I want to get hit with barbed wire." Uh, exactly. I'd begun my training in wrestling, and I thought that's a ridiculous idea. I had no idea that in some ways. I was just building content. Ah, mm-hmm. wow. something to write about. Books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you look back like now? There's kind of a resurgence in hardcore wrestling, and yeah. a lot of I remember reading the book. It was always weird to me that the guy who got hit with like light bulbs and stuff also <laughs> loved theme parks. Like you, you lived in this duality. But now there's like a whole new generation of hardcore wrestling from GCW and uh, Joey Janela and Nick Gage and these guys. Like, are, do you do you look at them and get nervous for them? I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to believe that I inspired that, but uh, I think I might have played a role. I would in think so. Yeah. I would yeah, think yeah. so. And I think I also <laughs> played a role in inspiring people who didn't have the classic uh, build sure. to mm-hmm. pursue it. Sure, I think there were a lot of people who were like, oh, "That guy can do it." So. <laughs> but you're pretty open about like what, you, like falling off the steel cage and stuff. You're very open about what it's done to you over the years. Sure, man. Like, but watching new guys do it, does it does it sort of make you want to call them and be like? Well, I would I would suggest to these people that they uh, that they lean on the stuff that can be feigned, 
like the cheese grater to the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No easier to move to feign. Right. No need to actually grate somebody's head. <laughs> that, makes sense. that makes sense. It's like... Uh, that is great advice. That does make well, sense. Well, I remember, you know, because that strong style wrestling in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And it's this idea where, yes, we are going to hit each other as hard as we possibly can but react as if we're not getting hit at all. Like, mm. we are going to no-sell the hardest punches. And even even when I was in the hardcore style, I'd be like, isn't that kind of... Dumb <laughs> opposite? No yes. How about you don't hit me as hard as you can, and, and I will I'll react like it. Right. as yes. if you did, what Terry Funk would call super-selling. And there was a, there are points where you absolutely, I, I would say in my shows sometimes, you know, I create, like, when I, I lost part of my year in Munich, Germany, and I'll say, like, we create, we, we create illusions. Mm. And I say, now some, like, I create, would create the illusion of hanging helplessly by my neck in the ropes. And the way I was able to create that illusion was by actually hanging helplessly. <laughs> There's no way really it's a terrible to system. that one. It's easy to convince people that you might lose your ear when you've lost yeah. your ear already. Yeah. Uh, my oh. mathematical formula, honestly, was if it hurts me a lot, they might believe it hurts me a little. And wow, so your math doing, is as bad oh, as mine. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Not That's good. Not good. Seemed like a good idea when I was 19. Yeah. Not so much now? Well, as I got into my late 20s yeah. and uh, 30s, I was like, maybe the flying elbow on the concrete isn't the best thing to is in the studio with us. We do need to take a break, but you can see him on his nice day tour tonight. Mm-hmm. At the Irvine Improv at 8 o'clock, tomorrow at the Ontario Improv, and then Thursday at the Oxnard Levity Live. And the tickets are at realmickfoley.com or improv.com. Only $25, too. Not bad. Good deal. Not bad. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen, KK Rock. And the hardcore legend is here. Mick Foley joining us in the studio. He's showing us pictures of himself as Santa Claus. With Bill Murray. (laughs) dressed like an elf. Oh, my gosh. What is that from? What is in this? Possibly the best Santa photo of all time, right? Oh, it's my Bill, gosh. Bill Murray, Bill Murray on is on his How, on your How are you Bill Murray Santa? Uh, listen, I know it's like when worlds collide. What a uh, weird life you have. Yes. I know. I have, a, I have a really good friend who plays bass and sings with, plays with Nora Jones. Uh-huh. And so I've been there, Santa, for several years. And then last year, Bill Murray was a guest. <laughs> Tore down the house singing Blue Christmas. Sure. And, uh, so my friend Catherine just says, Bill, this is Santa. She doesn't say this is my friend Mick. Nothing. This is, this is Santa. Friend. And he sits across both my legs uh-huh. and just randomly starts telling me what he wants for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my god! And then the great bonding moment was that even though we hadn't technically shared any words together... As soon as we saw that there was a professional photographer, like he immediately went into like pouty child look, and I went into like, hey, you'd better watch out. <laughs> and it looks like we were in a studio for two so hours. So cute. Do you remember what he asked for? Uh, he was random, you know, Just random nonsense. children's things. Okay. He wasn't asking for like oh, adult gosh. toys or anything. How great is that? It's cool. And then, so this year he did it, he uh, sang uh, uh, White Christmas instead of Blue Christmas, but I ended up coming in uh, when he was rehearsing with the women. And so he stuck around while I rehearsed uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and we bonded a little bit. You're yes. Mick Foley. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> How is this happening? And is another thing that from the book from 20 years ago, which is an anniversary, is that you learned about kind of the idiosyncrasies of this mankind of Cactus Jack, of Dude Love. You know him from beating people up, from bleeding, his tooth going into his nose or whatever. Weird. But then you found out he loved Christmas. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. I love that Christmas. And he would go to like Winter Wonderland and all these different places, and you, re- I mean, it was like a, such a... You you had like an obsession about it. Obsession would be fair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember Triple H looking at me at uh, in the, the TV taping in 2013, 
And uh, now I don't, I specifically don't do anything with WWE as Santa because, like, I think I work hard enough at it to earn the right, you know, when I walk into a hospital room or something. It's in wrestling, the big compliment is, uh, kid, you're a hell of a worker, right? Sure. The biggest compliment in the world when you're portraying this iconic figure is that when you leave, you hear the children saying, that was the real Santa. Yeah. So when you work hard enough to earn that real Santa title. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't bring it around. It's a serious I, yeah, thing. I yeah, I don't want to show. Oh, I don't want to be the WWE guy. Like yeah. I want to be that guy, you know, who... Uh, you know, makes hearts light, you know, and uh, spreads some joy. So, sure. But anyway, oh. back in 2013 when I was uh, I was the WWE Santa, but they didn't put me on Raw. And I was so upset they brought me for three <laughs> Santa. days. Santa, they didn't even so, put Santa so on. So July, they put me on their C show, like superstars. Right. So it was like July, and my daughter finally stops me in the car and goes, Dad, you have to stop talking about the time Vince McMahon didn't put you on Raw. <laughs> you are no longer fun to talk with. <laughs> I was so convinced. You're with oh, it. I was. I thought it was personal. You know, like I, I, they had uh, Damian Sandow as the bad Santa going up against Mark Henry as the good Santa. Sure. And they said, "Oh, Vince thinks there's already too many Santas on the show." Oh, I go, I was like, "What? Dare you? Maybe the referee. It's the rule of three, right? right. <laughs> two Santas isn't funny. Let me call it right down the line. You know, like that's funny. Like boom, two. You know, two. You know, Santa. Sure. And well, Nick, I just don't see it. Yeah. And I swear, I would have walked out of that building. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I wanted a photo with uh, Brie and Nikki Bella. Sure. Uh, you know, the dual yeah. photo with Santa. And so they saved me from walking out of that building. Uh, you, you brought up your daughter. Do you, she is super into wrestling and does interviewing and yep. sort of like involved in the industry. Is is them, are your children following in your footsteps, is that something you are interested oh, in? As a wrestler? Or just well, in the business? Son, my son is one of the head writers for NXT now. Oh, wow. I didn't know. And uh, what's really nice is... Uh, uh, the 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 superstar like I, I would get flack when I would write wrestler sure. in the book you know sure. went, and don't call it a belt <laughs> don't, all, yeah. it's not a belt you yeah. know and I remember one time when I was doing uh, the broadcasting right and I and I called it a belt because they have it in a big case you know they're going to be wrestling for it you mm-hmm. know some type of elimination thing and I go they're taking a look at that belt and I realize oh no I'm going to get chewed I was like that had uh, WWE Heavyweight Championship title that is symbolized by the, <laughs> and like, it's not a belt. Yeah. Knew it was but are you fine with her, with them following in your footsteps? Well, I'm fine with my son writing. Mm-hmm. What I was saying is that uh, I saw the way the wrestlers were interacting. Uh, they're just starting to realize he's my son. Right. And they really like him and they respect him. And you did some work with I them. I did. Really. I wrote in 2005, And you know the way some of the guys treat the writers. I do. Like, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> you were always great. I, I was record. easy to work. You were always very sweet. Yeah. No, but some I, aren't. Because I, I, there was a story where I, I, Becky Lynch is in the, uh, she's in catering with me before she became the man, right? Mm-hmm. So she's still this amazing wrestler, but didn't have the the gimmick or the character. And she sees me get my 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 promo from the writers. Mm-hmm. So my son had informed my wife that I wasn't going to be happy with the promo. All right, my wife informed my son I've been around a long time and I'll I'll work around it. So <laughs> Becky was right there, and I'm saying to the guy, okay. Uh, I don't. I think there's a little bit too much humor here. This is when I'm handing Dean Ambrose. I'm passing the torch. I'm handing him my barbed wire bat, and I said, I think once I hand Dean the bat, there is nothing he can say that is more powerful than his reaction. So sure. maybe we should just ease out at that point. And I go out about five minutes. Maybe tweak this one a little bit, a little bit. And he walks away. And I said to Becky, 
Did you notice how this promo now bears no resemblance to the one I was given, but I never made the writer feel it wasn't his? And mm. she looked at me and goes, Ah, oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know when to pick your fights. There you know? are a lot of people who don't care about that, though. Right. They don't care to try and make the other person feel all right. The decorum. Yeah. But I understand it's a tough job. It's a thankless job. Did anyone ever come off that, out of that ring and walk up to you and go, that was a heck of a promo you wrote me. Uh, I would say Cena did. Cena did. That would be it. Whoa. That would be it. And, oh, and you, know, and you, know, you know who else is very nice? I love very Cena. Gold, gold Dust. Dustin Gold-dust was very was sweet really good. back in the yeah. day, too. Those were guys mm. that, but I mean, I mean, you know, one, I, I brought this up recently, but one one wrestler just called me S-head for six months. Didn't want to learn my real name. <laughs> no. Bradshaw. Bradshaw, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> he was going to keep It was either Cena. S-head or F-face, yeah, one or the other. And he was nice to me and still called me S-head. Jeez. Yeah, it wasn't that means he likes you, no? Uh, he did, I think. I don't know. It wasn't great. Uh, <laughs> you brought up WWE. Do you think the new competition, do you think the idea that now Vince, because you were around during the first yeah. WCW days, do you think that having competition is going to help the product? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I think it already has. And have you been able to watch the new stuff? Uh, I, I usually side with NXT because my son is a writer. And it. it's very good. And I don't do as much watching as I used to. So sometimes, And I'm on the road a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I flew more last year than I have at any time since 2001. So I do record it. I don't often get around to watching it, but I do. I keep up with it. I want both companies to be successful. I think it works best for everybody when there's some competition there. And sure. from what I understand, it's kind of forced WWE's hand, especially when it comes to paying it does, some of yeah. the middle of the card yeah. and lower, ta- you know, lower card talent. And I'm all for anything that's good for the. The Agreed. boys and the women. Agreed. Agreed. Mick Foley's in the studio. Uh, do we have time for 60 yeah, seconds? you didn't just sure. film me saying that, did you? <laughs> yeah. No. Man, I'm just trying to promote a show. No, right? those cameras are not there. I've got no, three shows on. coming up. I need to promote these bad boys. <laughs> well, let's talk about that quick before we do 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, you're going to be at the Irvine Improv at 8 p.m. Tomorrow, you're going to be at the Ontario Improv at 8 p.m. And then Thursday, you're going to be at the Oxnard Levity Live. And you can get those tickets at realmickfoley.com or improv.com. 60 seconds with Mick Foley. All you're going to do is answer first off the top of your head. Not too much thought. All right? You ready? Yes. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which would you choose? Friends. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. (laughs) If you could know when you're going to die, would you want to? Yes. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Aardvark. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger you pass in the street? (laughs) <laughs> uh, creepiest thing yeah. that I have said to a stranger. Yeah, or that you could. Or you could. Oh, I don't. Help me out here. I don't uh, know if I'm creepy enough. Hello, Mister. Hello, Mister. Right. To anyone, uh, woman also. If you can be any animal, what animal would you be? Artvark. <laughs> if yeah, you could change <laughs> one thing about yourself, what would you change? Um, uh, my BMI ratio. Okay. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, absolutely not. Great. Do you accept dog kisses on the mouth? Absolutely. What is your worst trait? Worst trait? Um, I've been known to uh, skip a shower, too. <laughs> Perfect answer. Excellent. Very good, good, good 60 seconds. Good to know. Very I've good. been known to skip a shower or two. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Love Amazing. It. Love it. Mick, it's always uh, great to have you in. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, I, I can't believe it's 20 years since I the know, book. That's crazy. insanity. It's been so much fun. Thank you very much. Oh, no, and if you, you like the stories in the book or what you just heard or just a WWE fan, his shows are great. Go see them ASAP tonight. Uh, tonight will be what we call an intimate oh. gathering. Okay, uh, good. But uh, um, Ontario's looking really good. Oxnard's looking really good. And I think uh, Irvine will fill out nicely. Great. 
And we're trying. I'm trying to talk your wife into coming to this. I will. I, I know he was on Boy Meets World when my wife was like 11 or 12 years old or something. I should. I should have worded that better. <laughs> yeah, that's but not you, a good but story. He was, he's like one of the most memorable episodes of Boy Meets World ever. And Danielle has only loving <laughs> things to say. And you guys have kept in touch. And we over kept here. in touch. Yeah, about that. a 10 year break. Yeah. And then I saw on Twitter someone said, "Hey, at Danielle Fischel," and I can't remember the, the name of the other actress. Yeah. They're talking about you. So I go over there, and the question was, "Who was your favorite guest star?" And it was. You. And they both yeah. said me so i give Aww. her a, like hey at uh, thank you at daniel official and yeah. we've been in touch ever since and we run into you every once in a while yeah. she's yeah. she only has great things to say about him and for good reason he's hilarious i great. feel like you're the real santa claus that's you're true really, <gasps> i feel like you are that is the best like now, he, now we can never do it on this show again just like that <laughs> praise him too much and santa only comes out once a year <laughs> thank you mick on your drive home today listen to striker and Clyde's commercial free 5 p.m hour random act of helpfulness and these socal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning jensen has get up on this mm-hmm. we have would you like to take that back and another chance for you to qualify for a trip to see Pearl Jam at Hyde Park in London. That's tomorrow. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock. The world famous! K-Rock. And the hardcore legend is here. Mick Foley joining us in the studio. He's showing us pictures of himself as Santa Claus. With Bill Murray! He's dressed like an elf! Oh my gosh! What is that from? What is in this? Possibly the best Santa photo of all time, right? Oh my gosh. Bill Bill Murray is on his side. How are you Bill Murray Santa? Uh, listen, I know it's like when worlds collide. What a uh, weird life you have. Yes. I know. I have, a, I have a really good friend who plays bass and sings with, plays with Nora Jones. Uh-huh. And so I've been there, Santa, for several years. And then last year, Bill Murray was a guest. <laughs> Tore down the house singing Blue Christmas. Sure. And, uh, so my friend Catherine just says, Bill, this is Santa. She doesn't say this is my friend Mick. Nothing. This is, this is, is Santa. Friend. And he sits across both my legs. Uh-huh. And just randomly starts telling me what he wants for Christmas. Oh, my god! And then the great bonding moment was that even though we hadn't technically shared any words together, as soon as we saw that there was a professional photographer, like, he immediately went into, like, pouty child look. And I went into, like, the, you'd better watch out. And it looks like we were in a studio for two so hours. So cute. Do you remember what he asked for? Uh, he was random, you know, Just random nonsense. children's things. Okay. He wasn't asking for like oh, adult gosh. toys or anything. How great is that? It's cool. And then, so this year he did it. He uh, sang a. Uh, uh, white Christmas instead of blue Christmas, but I ended up coming in uh, when he was rehearsing with the women, and so he stuck around while I rehearsed uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and we bonded a little bit. You're yes. Mick Foley. Yeah. What's happening? What is happening? <laughs> How is this happening? And is another thing that from the book from 20 years ago, which is an anniversary, is that you learned about kind of the idiosyncrasies of this mankind of Cactus Jack of Dude Love. You know him from beating people up, from bleeding, his tooth going into his nose or whatever. Weird. But then you found out he loved Christmas. Yeah. Oh, me. Oh, yeah, I love that Christmas. And he would go to, like, Winter Wonderland and all these different places, and you, re- I mean, it was like a, such a, you had, like, an obsession about it. Obsession would be fair. <laughs> I remember Triple H looking at me at uh, in the TV tapings in 2013, and uh, now I don't, I specifically don't do anything with WWE as Santa, because, like, I think I work hard enough at it to earn the right, you know, when I walk into a hospital room or something. It's, in wrestling, the big compliment is, uh, kid, you're a hell of a worker, right? Sure. The biggest compliment in the world when you're portraying this iconic figure is that when you leave, you hear the children saying, that was the real Santa. So when you work hard enough to earn that real Santa title. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't bring it around. It's a serious thing. I don't want to be the WWE guy. I want to be that guy, you know, who... uh, you know, makes hearts light, you know, and uh, spreads some joy. So, sure. But anyway, oh. back in 2013 when I was uh, I was the WWE Santa, but they didn't put me on Raw. 
And I was so upset they brought me for three Santa. days. They didn't even so, put Santa so on. So July, they put me on their C show, like superstars. Right. So it was like July, and my daughter finally stops me in the car and goes, Dad, you have to stop talking about the time Vince McMahon didn't put you on Raw. <laughs> you are no longer fun to talk with. I was so convinced. You're obsessed with oh, it. I, was, I thought it was personal. You know, like... I, Hey, they had uh, Damian Sandow as the bad Santa going up against Mark Henry as the good Santa. Sure. And they said, oh, Vince thinks there's already too many Santas on the show. Oh, I go, I was like, what, let me be the referee. It's the rule of three, right? Two right. <laughs> Santas isn't funny. Let me call it right down the line, you know? Like, that's funny. Like, boom, two, you know, two, you know, Santa. Sure. And, oh, Nick, I just don't see it. Yeah. And I swear, I would have walked out of that building. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I wanted a photo with uh, Bree and Nikki Bella. Sure. Uh, you know, the we dual do, yeah. photo with Santa. So they saved me from walking out of that building. Uh, you, you brought up your daughter. Do you, she is super into wrestling and does interviewing and yep. sort of like involved in the industry. Is is them, are your children following in your footsteps, is that something you are interested oh, in? as a wrestler? Or just well, in the business? Son, my son is one of the head writers for NXT now. Oh, wow. I didn't know. And uh, what's really nice is... Uh, uh, the 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 superstar like I, I would get flack when I would write wrestler sure. in the book you know sure. went, and don't call it a belt <laughs> don't, all, yeah. it's not a belt you yeah. know and I remember one time when I was doing uh, the broadcasting right and I and I called it a belt because they have it in a big case you know they're going to be wrestling for it you mm -hmm. know some type of elimination thing and I go they're taking a look at that belt and I realize oh no I'm going to get chewed out like that had uh, WWE Heavyweight Championship title that is symbolized by the <laughs> and like, it's not a belt. I knew it was but are you fine with her, with them following in your footsteps? Well, I'm fine with my son writing. Mm -hmm. What I was saying is that uh, I saw the way the wrestlers were interacting. Uh, they're just starting to realize he's my son. Right. And they really like him and they respect him. And you did some work with I WWE. did. I wrote in 2005, And 2006. you know the way some of the guys treat the writers. I do. Like, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> you were always great. I, I was easy to work with. You were always very sweet. Yeah. No, but I, some aren't. Because I, I, there was a story where I, I, Becky Lynch is in the, uh, she's in catering with me before she became the man, right? Mm -hmm. So she's still this amazing wrestler, but didn't have the the gimmick or the character. And she sees me get my 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 promo from the writers. Mm -hmm. So my son had informed my wife that I wasn't going to be happy with the promo. All right, my wife informed my son I've been around a long time and I'll I'll work around it. So <laughs> Becky was right there, and I'm saying to the guy, okay. Uh, I don't. I think there's a little bit too much humor here. This is when I'm handing Dean Ambrose. I'm passing the torch. I'm handing him my barbed wire bat, and I said, I think once I hand Dean the bat, there is nothing he can say that is more powerful than his reaction. So sure. maybe we should just ease out at that point. And I go out about five minutes. Maybe tweak this one a little bit, a little bit. And he walks away. And I said to Becky. Did you notice how this promo now bears no resemblance to the one I was given, but I never made the writer feel it wasn't his? And mm -hmm. she looked at me and goes, Ah, oh, you're good. <laughs> then, you got to know when to pick your fights. There you know? are a lot of people who don't care about that, though. Right. They don't care to try and make the other person feel all right. The decorum. Yeah. But I understand it's a tough job. It's a thankless job. Did anyone ever come off that, out of that ring and walk up to you and go, 
That was a heck of a promo you wrote me. Uh, I would say Cena did. Cena did? That would be it. Whoa. That would be it. And, okay. and you, know, and you, know, you know who else is very nice? I love very Cena. Gold, gold Dust. Dustin gold was very sweet really good. back in the yeah. day, too. Those were guys mm. that... But, I mean, I mean, you know, one... I, I brought this up recently, but one, one wrestler just called me S-Head for six months. Didn't want to learn my real name. <laughs> no. Bradshaw, Bradshaw, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> he was going to give me... It was either yeah. S-Head or F-Face, yeah. one or the other. And he was nice to me and still called me S-Head. Jeez. Yeah, it wasn't that means he likes you, no? Uh, he did. I think I don't know. It wasn't great. Uh, you brought up WWE. Do you think the new competition? Do you think the idea that now Vince, because you were around during the first yep. WCW days, do you think that having competition is going to help the product? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I think it already has. And have you been able to watch the new stuff? Uh, I I usually side with NXT because my son is a writer for and it. it's very good. And I don't do as much watching as I used to. So sometimes, and I'm on the road a lot. Yeah, like I, I flew more last year than I have at any time since 2001. So I do record it. I don't often get around to watching it, but I do. I keep up with it. I want both companies to be successful. I think it works best for everybody when there's some competition there. And sure. from what I understand, it's kind of forced WWE's hand, especially when it comes to paying it does, some yeah. of the middle of the card yeah. and lower, ta- you know, lower card talent. And I'm all for anything that's good for the. The Agreed. boys and the women. Agreed. Agreed. Mick Foley's in the studio. Uh, do we have time for 60 yeah, seconds? You didn't just sure. film me saying that, did you? <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I'm just trying to promote a show. No, right? those cameras are not there. I've got no, three shows on. coming up. I need to promote these bad boys. <laughs> well, let's talk about that quick before we do 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, you're going to be at the Irvine Improv at 8 p.m. Tomorrow, you're going to be at the Ontario Improv at 8 p.m. And then Thursday, you're going to be at the Oxnard Levity Live. And you can get those tickets at realmickfoley.com or improv.com. 60 seconds with Mick Foley. All you're going to do is answer first off the top of your head. Not too much thought. All right? You ready? Yes. If you could join the cast of any TV show, past or present, which would you choose? Friends. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. (laughs) If you could know when you're going to die, would you want to? Yes. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Aardvark. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. Creepiest thing you could say to a stranger you pass in the street? (laughs) <laughs> uh, creepiest thing yeah. that I have said to a stranger. Yeah, or that you could. Or that you could. Oh, I don't. Help me out here. I don't uh, know if I'm creepy enough. Hello, Mister. Hello, Mister. Right. To anyone, uh, woman also. If you can be any animal, what animal would you be? Aardvark. If yeah, you could change be. one thing about yourself, what would you change? Um, uh, my BMI ratio. Okay. Is Die cool. Hard a Christmas movie? No, absolutely not. Great. Do you accept dog kisses on the mouth? Absolutely. What is your worst trait? Worst trait? Um, I've been known to uh, skip a shower or two. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. Excellent. Very good, good, good 60 seconds. Good to know. Very I've good. been known to skip a shower or two. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Love Amazing. It. <laughs> Love it. Mick, it's always uh, great to have you in. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, uh, I can't believe it's 20 years since I the know, book. That's crazy. insanity. It's been so much fun. Thank you really, very much. Oh, no, and if you, you like the stories in the book or what you just heard or just a WWE fan, his shows are great. Go see them. ASAP tonight. Uh, tonight will be what we call an intimate oh. gathering. Okay, uh, good. But uh, um, Ontario's looking really good. Oxnard's looking really good. And I think uh, Irvine will fill out nicely. Great. 
And we're trying. I'm trying to talk your wife into coming to this. I will. I know he was on Boy Meets World when my wife was like 11 or 12 years old or something. I should. I should have worded that better. <laughs> yeah, that's but not you, a good but story. He was, he's like one of the most memorable episodes of Boy Meets World ever. And Danielle has only loving <laughs> things to say. And you guys have kept in touch. And we over kept here. in touch. Yeah. Yeah. About a 10 year break. Yeah. And then I saw on Twitter someone said, "Hey, at Danielle Fischel," and I can't remember the, the name of the other actress. Yeah. They're talking about you. So I go over there, and the question was, "Who was your favorite guest star?" And it was. You. And they both. Yeah. Me, so I give Aww. her a like, hey, at uh, thank you at Daniel Vishal, and yeah. we've been in touch ever since. And we run into you every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. She's she only has great things to say about him, and for good reason. He's hilarious. I feel great. like you're the real Santa Claus. That's really, true. I feel like you are. That is the best. Like now he, now he can never do it on this show again, just like that. <laughs> Praise him too much, and Santa only comes out once a year. <laughs> thank you, Mick. On your drive home today, listen to Striker and Clyde's commercial free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness, and these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, Jensen has get up on this. Mm-hmm. We have Would You Like to Take That Back, and another chance for you to qualify for a trip to see Pearl Jam at Hyde Park in London. That's tomorrow. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock. The world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.